0: We are squawking dead, and we're back from Walker Stalker Atlanta. just want to say that out loud and out front, because I did say it yesterday when we did the giveaway uh, winners, which if you hadn't caught that, I made it a full episode in audio and video formats, both on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, wait, there's more, Mixer, Twitch, and probably some other things. Who knows? I forgot. And uh, yes, it's available on all podio uh, podio? Podio Podcast platforms yeah we'll call that now we'll call them patios thank you Uh, good night everybody (laughs) (laughs) shortest episode ever (laughs) even shorter than yesterday it was only nine minutes long in audio and 15 minutes long in video i like to make notes of these things because it's pretty impressive to me and only me with that being said we'll we'll be having a because we just talked about it now we will be having a wrap-up episode after this one not tonight because we love you (laughs) <laughs> we'll talk about it we're going to actually do, lean into the pre-recorded format that we talked about a couple of episodes back and then throughout probably uh, Fear the Walking Dead and uh, oh hey guys already giving us likes on this stream you silly people on Instagram I love you so much okay anyway <laughs> So yeah, so I wanted to let you know that we're going to start leaning into that a little bit more as we start getting back on track, as we have no housekeeping, except for one thing. And that is, uh, there's not as much, there's, there's two things. One isn't as much a housekeeping thing as it is a look to the future sort of thing. Cause we are, I think I can speak for most of us. We are going to be going to Camp Merrimack in Memorial Day, this upcoming 2020 Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Tickets are already on sale, uh, and give some thought to that um, exclusive big time VIP package, which comes with your hotel accommodations, meals already prepared for you, so you can spend all day at the event. And Zora Aesthetics, you are giving me a lot, giving us a lot of likes, and I just love you for it. Um, Which, uh, no, I said that wrong, but that's okay. I'll figure it out later (laughs) with you when I DM you. And how do I say that right? Um, But I love you anyway because your your art and your edits are excellent. (laughs) (laughs) because i'm just mooning over you um so she's like um so yes give some thought to coming out to camp merrimack uh uh not fall bash camp merrimack and it's it's still a charity bash but i think they're just going with camp merrimack um so give some thought to do it to already signing up for that uh in light of the second bit of not really housekeeping but it's more of a news update It looks as though James Frazier has stepped down from Walker Stalker. Now, for those of you who don't know the story of Walker Stalker, it was started by two fans who had a wonderful time on set, uh, on the set of The Walking Dead, and they decided, hey, you know, we're this early adopter thing, and we want to get on the ground floor of the fandom because I think these people need a con, you know? And from there sprung a very, very, I'd say mostly well-engineered con that has worked for many, many years. And in spite of some of the... I mean, when we went there last year, Carol, I mean, things went wrong. Um, Yeah. And from that point forward Things started to, to We didn't know the cracks uh, no. The cracks were underneath the surface And we had no idea Until like the Some of the Walker Stalkers Got cancelled uh, Throughout the year um, And it, it came out and, and maybe this should have been Something that was publicized sooner And you know Hindsight isn't 2020 Right? But uh, And I want to make it, so One thing clear um, We talked about this Right before the episode We want As much as I want to do The entire breakdown Of what happened I really do On the other hand uh, I came to the conclusion that there's no real reason to do that because I think a lot of people have already made up their minds about how they feel about certain things in spite of whatever I could say. Um, and that's not to say that I'm either making an indictment on Walker Stalker, James Fraser, and be like, I don't know James Fraser personally. I know there are some people that do and have some things to say about that. I know some things happened. During the, over the course of the weekend, whether they're just uh, crappy things that are beyond his control and that there are, there are incidents that happened that maybe he could have controlled. And I'm not going to address any of that. And I'll tell you why. Because, yeah, and I, I, part of what I said before, and that's, um, there's nothing I can say or do to probably change anybody's mind or I could maybe give people some perspective on the matter. But beyond that, what I like to focus on, and this is what we do. Um, part of what we do, Carol, uh, Rachel, back me up on this, is is yes, we break down things. To an absurd degree that <laughs> after the show you go I think we went a little too far on that point <laughs> but but Belabored yeah it. We, we we beat it to death it, it reanimated and then we killed it again okay. and then we just killed it some more to make sure it was dead yeah. yeah but the the most important thing and the reason why we do that and this is the core of it is that we do it to lay everything out but also in the, in the sense of we it's all about the love it's all about the love of the fandom because a lot of the things you have to say about the shows have a lot to do with how you love the fandom and i don't think doing an autopsy which it, it, walker stalker isn't dead but just for the sake of argument <laughs> um an autopsy um on walker stalker doesn't really engender the love of the fandom i don't think in my opinion and i don't know i think this is the opinion of many people like we can kill it we can go through it and we i don't think we'll be able to heal from it i mean if if you are injured by it so what I would prefer to do, um, and I'd like to get your opinions on this, because if you do want to know what we think about anything, you can always DM us. You, you, know, there's, you can go to squawkingdead.com on the lower right hand corner, there's the ability to DM the Squawking Dead account, and um, you can also DM us individually. You, if you haven't looked at our captions, you could probably see where our individual accounts are, on, so you can get a sense of who we are, what we're about. Uh, what we think individually, because we do have differing opinions on this, which is another reason why I really don't want to go into the <laughs> autopsy. Because, I mean, I, 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 will have, um, I will have a different opinion than Carol. I will have a different opinion than Meg, for sure. <laughs> and, yeah, Carol has different opinions than I uh, – sorry, uh, uh, I was going to say Cosmo on Zero Rachel has a different opinion than I do, um, and Chris definitely has a different opinion than all of us yes but i will say i think the best thing to do from here on in is to really um just really give it a rest um talk about what what you loved about that weekend and i know for those of you who went there were some hiccups but for the most part i think a lot of you got to see the people that you've seen online for the most part you guys even though sometimes when you met the, the the cast members that you met uh and you've talk shit about walker stalker you still like were grateful to be in their presence you you talk to them about everything you, you kind of check in to see how they are they check in and see how you are part and that's the thing i want to focus on and it's and a lot of you are you know like uh Aaron, nightmare on elm is is saying yeah it's, walker stalker is by far the best kind i've ever done even though there are always hiccups yeah and so It's, it's, let's just focus on the positive. Some of us had a very excellent Fear the Walking Dead panel, Thomas O'Mara.
1: I know, (laughs) seriously.
0: If you haven't caught it, we will, we do have some footage from that, from the panel. For the most part, I think we got most of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. uh, Rachel Uh. actually had my phone. But, yeah, Rachel, you said see, you, see you kept dropping the phone because you were like, oh my god, this panel's awesome. Yeah,
2: well, probably, that's how yeah. good it was. I was watching it and I'm like, oh shit, I'm recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: So if you have anybody to blame Thomas, it's you can blame her. You can blame her. It's yeah. right here.
1: <laughs> Both We had like a two-prong attack.
0: Yeah, yeah. Between those two things. So we'll, we'll be getting that footage up sometime within the next month because Meg, Meg is doing the editing and God bless her. She does a, she does a time top-notch job i will say that much but b she does this for a living so you know uh, by her good graces we will get it out to you and we will we will either do a separate video on social media or we'll do we'll just do an episode on it so we can all comment on it and and join in the revelry so i think that aside i know i took what like 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> of our valuable time to go through. <laughs> but it needed to be said because uh, we will be talking about it further, but it just broke like literally hours before we got on. So um, without further ado, I'm your host, David Cameo. <laughs> we got OG Squawk and D. Carol G. And to my stage left is Cosmo Mom 9 Rachel Burt. And we're going to be talking about ghosts, spooky, spooky ghosts, um, with you tonight. Uh, it's episode three. Episode, yeah, it's episode three, because we're on episode 74, so that kind of screwed me up because I put more episodes. <laughs> I actually had it in line with the number that we have for ah, our episodes. I know. and I not, I, got, I had to <laughs> knock it off. Um, yeah. Oh, one more thing. I do want to say uh, we finally posted the blog for, our, for the last episode episode. Uh, so it was episode 72, which, was, which covered the last episode of The Walking Dead. Check that out. Uh, there's some notes there. Nothing special, but I just thought since it was released so late, I'd alert you to its presence and then you could check it out. And it has the links to the podcast. Um, I think in the future, I, I want to it also include links to the various video feeds as well. I'm going to try to figure out how to do that in a way that makes sense. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Now, um, I'm going to turn this over to Carol and you just let me know, what are your impressions of this episode?
1: It's very introspective. I mean, I think that Negan's sentence or statement to Aaron was basically kind of like the crutch of the whole thing, which was basically like, if you don't protect what's yours, well, how was that? He said it exactly. He said, if you don't protect what's yours.
0: Like it doesn't belong to you. It
1: doesn't eventually. belong to It's eventually it's it'll not going to belong to, to you. Else. So it yeah. belongs to, it'll belong to someone else. And so I feel like that was kind of like the main thing between, because, you know, Aaron took that and interpreted it as like, are you saying that I didn't do what I needed to do to protect Eric? You could say the same thing for whatever guilt Sadiq has, which is a whole other story that's a whole... That's a oh whole conversation in and of itself. Um, <laughs> and obviously, like Carol, in terms of all of the children that have been in her care, you know, like, oh so, so it just seems like you have these different characters that are kind of grappling with, you know, they didn't. They, did, they didn't protect what was theirs and they lost those particular individuals and they're kind of all grappling with this, you know, they're haunted by these ghosts, basically. Mm, they're all yeah. being haunted by these ghosts.
0: I was going to ask that question, like, yeah. the, what is the significance of ghosts, right? The, the episode net moniker, right? Yeah. Good call.
1: That's how I interpreted it, at least as, as an overall.
0: Yeah, Rach, what do you have to add to that?
2: Um I, I guess I I, I mostly tell. felt <laughs> I mostly felt very anxious the whole time like
0: Ugh, uh, I'm anxious you know, just I'm thinking about it <laughs>
2: Yeah, like just everything that was happening. I mean, Negan didn't want to be where he was, and so he just was itching to get back. Aaron clearly didn't want to be around Negan, so he just, you know, that was a whole anxious scene and everything that Carol's going through. like, I I mean, I was having a hard time telling what was real, what wasn't, and obviously he was too. Yeah, I just, it was very, like, I just, I felt very tense the whole time. (laughs)
0: The episode did its job.
2: Oh, oh, for sure. It was ooky spooky. Yeah. They they never fail.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, who uh, was it? Mike was it Cutlets that directed this episode? No, it was. Um, I want to say okay, the director that directed this episode was the same one that directed, oh, he was one of the early directors from the early seasons. And I can't oh. remember the, um, I was going to link it to one specific episode, I just can't recall what it, was, what it was called. You know, who would tell me better? Um, if you go to at feartwds on Instagram, she did an episode, um, analysis on this specific one and mentioned the director's name. So check that out. You know, that's going to go in the show notes. (laughs) So... A lot of this is like, can you believe what you're saying? And it seems like the Whisperers are putting them into a state where they have to submit. I mean, a lot of this episode is not only about ghosts, but it's about being put into a state of submission. This constant reminders or constant um, nods to putting somebody in a state of submission, whether it comes to Sadiq, whether it comes to Aaron trying to put um, Negan in a state of submission, and then eventually Negan putting Aaron in a state of submission, forcing him into a state of submission. And then the old Overall of the Whisper is putting our communities into a state of submission by just barraging them with you know, overloading their senses by barraging them with walker attacks. You know, eventually enough walkers come about that can topple your walls. So they know that they're going to take care of their thing, even though they're well protected. But still, if you wear them down, and I'll say this much from the sneak peeks, it looks like from the AMC, and it's relevant to what I'm saying now um judith herself in the sneak in the amc.com uh, sneak peek mentions this um as michonne is ferrying eugene and i think also by the way scott who's played by kenrick green you know Senequa martin green's husband mm-hmm. remember how we talked about him in the trailer like oh i think you carol i think you was it you that said i think it's scott that's with michonne on the boat when on they the, go away on
2: the boat no or was that, that, that you was rachel me. No, that was oh, me. i'm sorry yeah. i apologize
0: um <laughs> But he he I think he is in the the car as they're faring about as well as Judith and Michonne Michonne and Judith have a conversation about um, bullies and that is there are some bullies that you can live with you know like your bosses or whatever <laughs> like that but <laughs> but for those that you can't you have to um, you have to deal with it you know you have to you have to remedy the problems you have to fight back and Judith says something very important she says I think do you remember how what it was what it takes to get RJ to go to bed and she goes okay yeah like yeah we let him run around until he like, tires himself out I was like what if the Whisperers are trying to uh, deploy a strategy like they're not they're unusual strategies something that they don't normally do to wear us down to where we'll make mistakes this is Judith and I'm just continually impressed by this character like the, uh, out of the mouths of babes Yeah, and yeah. so so like again so like and w- which is good that we got it because it kind of lets us look at this episode under a new lens like there is this constant theme of submission like who's who's going to submit to who is Sadiq going to submit to his PTSD you know and the, and there's also little elements that suggest that there's another type of submission that's going on here and I, I will we'll definitely get into that it's hard to know where to start first like because on the one hand there's the element of chronology which uh we can go through things chrono- chronologically until we get to Carol because Carol is this
1: separate own, segment it's
0: like a biopsy of it's like a of its own like an autopsy of its own that yeah. we need to take
1: yeah Maybe we could talk about it per character, like maybe talk like Eugene and Rosita yeah, versus because, I mean, we have that-
0: ooh, That small you know,
1: bit. We have that small bit there. And then but you have
0: Negan and Aaron.
1: Negan and Aaron, Sadiq. And Dante. Sadiq and Dante. <laughs>
0: right. And then you get back to Alexandria and then there's-, there's your all- smile,
1: reach when you say
2: that.
0: <laughs> I mean- I, I get it i get it
2: and um, oh but do you though oh i do <laughs> you don't you don't know what's going on up here he's not, the, he's not the only Thank one who are. once
0: was called an adonis
2: <laughs> wait me <laughs> no <laughs>
0: maybe now anyway <laughs> by the way, like they did, everybody rub your head, the Walker soccer button a lot, <laughs> a lot of
2: people did. did. <laughs> what was the main?
0: What was the main cast member that was doing that? Was it a cast member? I can't remember if it was.
2: Um,
0: Carrie well, uh, Payton did, didn't?
2: Kari, he did? Yep. yeah, Kari, yeah, Carrie Payton pet me. <laughs> that yeah. was pretty
0: cool. That was cool. That was very cool. Yeah, that's significant. <laughs> yes, well, it is. You know. Speaking of Adonis, right? <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> that's great um all right so (laughs) let's get into this so um let's start with i let's start with let's start with an easy one no let's start with negan and aaron because i mean we can i mean just to kind of get one thing out of the way is the chronology the beginning the whole beginning of the episode goes to this chronology of like them being from the moment they wake up at 6 a.m., or Carol does, she's popping pills. Um, Gage and Laura hanging out, laughing and smiling while they take out walkers. I thought that was kind of a cute thing.
2: That was nice to see.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which is also kind of interesting when you look at the town hall, too, by the way. How, like, you see Gage in this, like, you know, even though this sucks, you know, we're taking out walkers, I'm, I'm having a fun time. But then when they start realizing, though, oh, something bigger is going on. Maybe. Maybe. Right. Uh, Gage is like,
2: oh, with their heads! <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was very much that kind of vibe.
0: Uh, yeah. Aaron dispatching a whole bunch of walkers. And th- maybe I think we'll start with the town hall. Cause I think that's, st- it sets the stage for all the different paths people take to come. Um, but I do want to talk a- about one thing before we do that, because there's this theme that happens at the beginning of the episode and then, and then at the end of the episode, and that is Michonne visiting Judith, her sitting by the window and it happens at the beginning of the episode and the end of the episode in the- almost the exact same way, which, yeah. which creeped me out a little bit. Cause I- After watching the episode The first time And seeing Carol Have all these delusions I started thinking about Like Michonne And this is like After at least 24 hours Maybe even more Of them fighting Um, She visits uh, Judith She's Judith sitting at the window Knowing what's going on And uh, RJ's asleep at bed In bed both times Um, And She goes like it's. it's it, Judas is like it's not smart to sleep unless it's safe, and Michonne goes, "No, it's not. Well, is it safe?" And then it cuts, and then she does sort of the same thing at the end. She goes, "Is it safe?" Mm-hmm. She goes, "For now." For
1: now, yeah. And then
0: she just falls right asleep. Right. Um. But man, this whole
1: episode about sleep deprivation—I mean, it just made me tired. Just <laughs> it brought me it. home. I was like- <laughs>
0: Like Ugh. for real, like we were both so tired. I, yeah. what did I tell you? I said, I, th- I think, I don't know if I told you this, but I was like, I got to catch up on Talking Dead because I'm always seemed to be like two episodes behind. Um, I got halfway or maybe 60% of the way from the one from two weeks ago. And I fell asleep at my desk.
2: Oh my like, God. And it,
0: ca- it auto played the next episode. I'm like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I like fell Everybody's- asleep like this. Like as you see me now, yeah. I fell asleep like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah oh my god oh,
0: i it's been a long time since that's <laughs> happened to me
1: yeah man it's like it's not easy to like burn the midnight oil anymore I'm telling you yeah i was watching it and it's like yeah man like the moral of this story is also <laughs> we are tired <laughs> we-,
0: we are the end of the world
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: Oh uh, yeah. What what I want to emphasize was that my initial gut instinct was like, oh, is Carol? And I know I'm wrong, but is Carol the only? Is not the only one who's having uh, who's seeing things. Hmm. I that, thought that was my exact, immediate thought
2: yeah the way the way Judith and RJ were in the exact same positions both times and and I thought it especially strange that it seemed to be like the middle of the day and RJ was asleep like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know about you Carol but my yeah. son stopped taking naps at like two
1: yeah no my two yeah. years old yeah that doesn't
2: <laughs> yeah that's a good point yeah no it's he, true he too old for a nap and it was yeah. The middle, yeah so i definitely my gears were turning i'm like this doesn't seem right mm-hmm.
0: no, that's
2: right true.
0: do you know where else my mind went hmm. this is all because of ashley weidman oh okay? stop
2: it stop no,
0: it you know what I i'm know gonna you, say right
2: yes i do
0: i'm almost <laughs> thinking they don't <laughs> exist like both <laughs> she and <laughs> rj don't exist it's fucking me up it's Judith really... was
2: on the beach, though. Judith does exist.
0: But was Judith she? Existed. Was yes, she? How she do you was. know?
2: She found the mask.
0: Okay, maybe Michonne found the mask.
1: Judith interacts with Negan. She's interacted with Daryl. Shared
0: delusion. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's the idea of Judith, and Negan's just like Michelle. Uh, crazy. I'm just gonna egg I'm, her along.
2: I can <laughs> I can still jump on the RJ doesn't exist train, but Judith, no, I I she she's real. She's what? real. As soon as I say it out loud, though, I'm like maybe <laughs>
0: right. But no here's the thing like i i know i'm yeah. wrong i know i'm wrong but for a hot five ten minutes it took me to write notes down pertaining to the scene i was just like oh shit come oh, on yeah. like this this girl this little girl that we got attached to there's a way you can write her out as a complete delusion and it really freaked me out like it really like it. thank you that's all ashley's fault for, for real right. <laughs> I don't think I would have thought that until, unless she just, it's thorn in my brain. But anyway, I just, the treat, now, of course, this makes narrative sense, having the same scene being like, what, probably 40, 48 hours later, maybe more Uh, by the time the episode ends, but like to have it in the same place. And the one thing, real thing I will say is that I do not think Judith slept until that moment because she went like that. She yeah. went out. Yeah, and, uh, that told me a little bit about, about Judas. It's like, I know I can't, I shouldn't be involved in this. I do want to, but I will at least wait for my mom at the window. Yeah, and be at the ready. She's
2: protecting RJ.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but man, I was so freaked out. <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> no, I did have. I mean, I didn't. I didn't think about it too hard. But yeah, I did think it was. Str- I'm like, this is too eerie. Right. This is giving me all the wrong feels right now, and I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't like these feelings. <laughs>
2: I don't like it. <laughs> I reject
0: them, but I do. I but do I have responsibility? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to point out before we continued was it, I don't know if you noticed this, but it looks like the logo for the Walking Dead. It's like slowly on fire at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed that. Now I'm gonna. The I'm words, gonna. Yeah. The words, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, lo- yeah, right. When they mm. at the end of the, um, yeah. But I, I, I nice. want to look at the other episodes to see if it's slowly progressing. Getting bigger, oh. yeah, yeah. Because oh. only, only in this one it was it wasn't noticeable for me. You know, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom's like, "What if Madison is delusion?" <laughs> it's not fear the Madison. Walking Dead, Tom.
2: <laughs> Madison is delusional. <laughs> uh,
0: no, we're delusional for thinking that she may still be alive. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Never um, know.
2: No Roncho. Rancho, no. Roncho. <laughs> yeah. Roncho,
0: Roncho. Uh okay. So no, no. Yeah, it's funny. Like how I I wrote down before I saw the sneak peeks, the whispers are pushing to the brink into rash decision making. Um, Rosita and Michonne's sleepiness, but anyway, I just thought that was funny. Um, now, what do you make of Gamma at the beginning? Like as she comes up to them, having been at 24 hours worth of fighting off these these walkers. Like, like
2: I thought she said the only thing that bothered me, or I don't know if it bothered me. The only thing that made me think harder was the way she said her. I don't know if know. You-
1: she was like her. <laughs>
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yes. That's why. Yeah, (laughs) she almost sounded annoyed when she said it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And And something so like flippantly, like teenagery about her
1: when, like, (laughs) like, like like the last one, when, like, the last episode, where like Beta's like, "Oh, I feel nothing," you know, sort of. And she's like, "Yes, I also am empty," you
0: know. And (laughs) you just can't let that one go, too.
2: it was just so funny. It's like, yes. yeah, And I think it. it was deliberate. Like it seemed like th- that she delivered that line that way deliberately. too. Yeah. It's sort of like, that's why yeah. it's funny. I think.
1: Right. It's like comical in a way where she's
2: just like, yeah,
1: her, her, <laughs> her.
2: right. But I,
0: I feel nothing towards annoyed?
2: you. <laughs> was she annoyed with Daryl for asking the question? Because to me it, so- it, it sounded more like she was annoyed with alpha.
1: It just sounds like she's annoyed at being like middle management. Like when I'm tasked by like my boss to be like the bearer of, of bad news and it's sort of like look man it's yeah. not my call <laughs> I mean like, it's, it's almost sort of like look can you meet her over here who are you going to meet this one uh, my you superior
0: know. hello yeah
1: exactly like my boss yeah you know <laughs> true
0: true yeah yeah. well actually uh, Aaron is saying um, Nightmare I Elm is uh, Thor said something at the panel about Gamma being bipolar as far as shifting between her whisper personality and her pre-apocalypse personality and I think it just shifted. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah, And she said something like that on Talking Dead, like when I woke up finally, or no, it was from last week, the week before is Talking Dead. She said something about like, there's this interesting struggle or not even, I don't know if it's a struggle, but there's like the two sides of her and one that knows that this is the way forward and the other is life before. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. And
0: so for now, at least she's allowing that the here and now to take over. And it may be one of those things and maybe this goes into the submission thing and maybe it goes into, um yeah, maybe it goes into the submission thing where like, like at some point one will one idea of her will take submission over the other right yeah. you know so we, i mean we don't know what that trigger is going to be for her but no. maybe it'll come and maybe mm-hmm. that'll be interesting too and maybe that'll make her more a more of an interesting character too yeah, I find the silence in her character actually very fascinating because I, I find that people who don't show their cards are way more uh, unpredictable and you don't know where they're going to go. And so far, I don't see any motivations in her, like which is scary to me because it, like the, ex- the extreme opposite impressions that we both have, like show us how unpredictable she is so far. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you get middle management vibes from her and I get, oh, this could be very, very terrifying. Is-
1: yeah goes That's to fair. show
0: how like wide, because I've seen other people who say the same thing that I'm thinking, but I think more people are thinking what you're thinking is that like, it's just survival, baby, nothing more, nothing less. But there, there's, know. Yeah, there's a nice quotient of people that like, oh, I think she could take over the whole key lime pie, but I don't <laughs> know. Okay. So let's go to the town meeting because I think um, that was really interesting because I thought it was really cool that we, ha- we have the call back to the highwaymen and they still mm-hmm. kind of exist.
1: It is interesting. There's
0: still a contingency around. Like an identity. Right. Yeah. Now, um, I mean, I don't really have anything to add to that. I just like that there's the, I th- I think it's nice that they didn't throw them away once Alec and, uh, what was the other one? Because now I only oh. know Alec because that's the only person Ozzie. I see. Ozzy. Oh, Ozzy. Right. Mm-hmm. Did she mention what her name was? Because I don't think we got it. Mm, I don't
2: I, think so. I don't so. think so. I watched and it twice Michonne too. Didn't, Michonne didn't ask either. She just asked for solutions and they didn't have any.
0: Right. right um and then i like that too like i like, do appreciate go ahead, that good.
2: you know get be in an uproar but what what, what are we actually going to do about it Please. what's your plan i want answers yeah i want yeah. answers and they're like um yeah. oh, well never mind <laughs> like okay then sit down until we have a plan <laughs> right yeah
0: yeah yeah i mean tangible solutions to complex problems Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just like people forget that you know, instead of because the one thing that is dangling over their heads, like the sword of Damocles, is like this idea of a tenth of what. And this is what's what's going to get really interesting is that only Daryl has seen the horde, right? Oh yeah. And so, I mean, I'm thinking that this may have, a, you may have people who do not trust Daryl Dixon because for the most part, he was away for, uh, he was oh. away during the time jump.
2: Yeah, I think you're right. Yes,
0: right. Yeah. Right up until um, Carol had him take care of Henry. Right. For like six years. Yeah. And so who is this guy? Not everybody knows him. Maybe some do, maybe some don't. And as people start getting traded to different communities, like, well, I mean, I don't know the guy, and so what? Do, why, what do I have to trust his word, right? Yeah. So, and that's the only thing preventing from going off the over the of the ledge, you know. So, uh, I think that may play in, in later episodes, but yeah, that's the sort of Damocles that's hanging over the head, and that and that that's what gets Michonne to shut everybody the fuck up because it's like, yeah, okay, until we have solutions, it's probably just a good idea to hear her out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's
0: still not a good idea, but whatever. <laughs> So. Um, so yeah, I just, I also think it's interesting to see Gage again as this kind of interesting character because his friends, you know, Addy and uh, Rodney were also yes. Pike victims. So he's yes. just like yeah. the highwayman person calling for their heads.
2: He's, yeah. I like that the, the show, you know, constantly reminds us like, yeah, we lost a lot of our main focus people, but don't forget, don't forget these other people we lost
0: too. Yeah. yeah. And it's something that you said and and it makes me glad that I had our episode banner um, f- have this main focus on the pikes in the background is yeah. because that's a feature. That's something mm-hmm. that the, the the show is, I mean, it doesn't let you forget it implicitly, but it, it lets, it, it keeps it in your mind as these episodes suffer. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and I sincerely think that we're going to see a lot more of Gage's interactions or like reactions as time progresses. Like a lot of the silence, the whispers kind of yeah. propaganda that goes around maybe mm-hmm. partially due to him, you know. Yeah. And maybe Laura, you know, she might get sucked in or maybe lines start dividing those two too by the way like maybe Laura's you know the the rational headed one he's like no you're a bitch and like (laughs) you know Masks yeah, come out.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure there's going to be divisions among the community because of those that want to act maybe impulsively and those that are like, oh, you know, like, do we really want to go there? You know, are we prepared to go there?
0: Right, right, right. Exactly. And maybe some people get converted over one way or the other. So we're never going to really tell. But it, it's going to happen. And it looks like we see a little bit more of that um, in the next episode, maybe. Uh, because as we as we will reveal, and I don't know if we're going to reveal, but the sneak peeks basically show us what ha- what is happening at the hilltop. Mm. And it looks like, whoa, whoa is happening at the hilltop. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure about the fate of some of these people in the next episode. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, Hold on a second. Um, Nightmare on Elm is saying, oh, my God, did y'all see the Lindsley... That Lindsay wants Laura to get romantic with Eugene.
2: No, I didn't see that. I think I did see
0: that. Um,
2: I love that idea, though. Right? That would be.
1: I I, I like (laughs) that. I do like that idea. Uh, I I mean, Rosita shut
2: that shit down. So
0: yeah, I mean. so cute. Yeah. Do you know where, where, um, where Nightmare on Elm may have seen that is um, Rick Stuff on Instagram, shout out, um, did a little YouTube video uh, interview with Lindsley. This was after a campaign of many back and forth memes between each other on Twitter. And he wore her down. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, he's just a funny guy. Rick Stuff is a funny account. And yeah, and that's how you found out Nightmare and Elm on Twitter because of the back and forth. Um because I mean they were talking about it and then um he finally sent her a bunch of questions so that he could post it as a video interview. Like so it was he sent her the he pre he sent her all the questions people had for her on Instagram and she responded in a video that he cut up and pretended like he was asking them in real time, but was like edited that way. He it was it's such a funny slash bizarre video that he made, you know, just to do it. <laughs> it's
2: good. I watched it. Yeah, too. you watch it's it.
0: Really it's good. so funny yeah. though, isn't it?
2: It's really yeah,
0: yeah. It was really good. <laughs> he's a cool he's a cool cat. He makes music too for like like um small shorts and stuff like that oh dang yeah he's a cool dude um so yeah i recommend you check out his instagram he, I mean, he's on facebook too Nikki richter i've been up all night is his facebook page and there's one more thing and yeah and on twitter i can't remember the exact spelling of his twitter name but if you look at the video that i posted on twitter um you'll see his his at username in that uh in that post Um, but yeah, so he mentions that and she mentioned that sort of in the video, like, like how, like initially their interactions were like, and it's kind of like the gamma thing. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you're like what do you want like lobster? Come on, dude! it's is the apocalypse. We <laughs> <You> can't <laughs> I get you that. that. That's
1: awesome.
0: That's great. Yeah, but it's just like that. There's this pre-existing, just kind of like Frankie. There's like this pre-existing relationship that they had at the sanctuary. So that's yeah. kind of an interesting callback. So, but she's a she's a funny lady too. She has some really interesting ideas that I kind of would like to see if, if it makes narrative sense too. Um, but it looks like uh, maybe there's a thing with Gage. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Hmm. I, how how old do you think Laura
0: is? Uh, older than Gage.
2: Older <laughs> than Gage. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. sure. That's kind of what, I, I, what sure. I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. Just a little, a little
0: bit. I mean, Gage is yeah. four years older now. Or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, well, how long do I think the time jump is? Uh, probably a year older. Um, but old. uh, I mean, Laura always seemed like she was in her mid to late twenties, right? And exactly. Before the time jump,
1: Gage is like late like, teens.
0: Yeah. By the way, it seems like also that. <laughs> that Laura is Laura feel me on this one does it feel like Laura is looking younger and younger as the time goes on because yeah. she yeah, seemed yeah. older in previous seasons and she just seems to be getting younger it's
1: yeah. that rough savior living before you know? as yeah,
0: as yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: The rough no well actually did they have AC remember we were talking about it did they, yeah they did have AC in the sanctuary I
2: think they did, did they?
0: we talked about this yeah because it went out uh, uh-huh. during the during the time that um, Negan was in the trailer with father gabriel do you remember oh, this okay. the oh, power yeah. went out
1: yeah yes.
0: Uh, yes. We, we spent yes. a lot of time talking about why it would be better to go to one place versus the other <laughs> you're like ac <laughs> sanctuary count me in
1: Count me a hundred percent definitely
0: oh man but uh anyway but uh yeah nightmare on the on elm's also saying i think uh laura's the same age as uh, alden like about 28
1: that's about right yeah 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 yeah
0: so anyway, let's move on from this point. Um, but it's also the the town meetings also the first place we see Father Gabriel oh, Father Gabriel Siddique's uh forty slip. So uh, Siddique's uh, panic attacks.
1: Yeah. Which Michonne and Dante both notice. And Daryl. Both of them. Daryl also, he noticed. Yeah, that. I
0: made note of that.
1: Did he? Yeah, I almost missed it too. I didn't catch Daryl. Noticing Daryl
0: kind of is like you know the wood panel in in your parents' house back in the '80s. (laughs) That's he just blends into the background. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't notice it after a while even though 20 years later you're like oh god what? why did we do this as parents why did we have wood paneling and wallpaper that's Daryl oh he just blends wood
1: in wood paneling is
2: Daryl like Jesus. dark wood
0: paneling is Daryl Dixon Jesus. are you still here he does,
2: blend, kidding. In. He does blend in though
0: <laughs> Poor, which is, is 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 an asset yeah it's a camouflage <laughs> Yeah. America, I think, uh,
2: camouflage.
0: <laughs> Fuck yeah! Um, so okay, so that's cool. <laughs> Panic attacks are awesome. Um, I, I think that really does cover it, but it, it does move on to like the strategies we talked about last week in the sneak peek. So more than that, the only noteworthy thing I, that's worth bringing up again is the ka ka-chunk, kachunk of the mace hand. <laughs> Right. I'll I'll bring that up till the like, cows come home. That was such a cool sound effect.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's real good marketing. I mean, you can make an Aaron action figure with like different hand attachments. Like, I mean, you can really go a lot of places with that. so
0: uh, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though there's no gas powered things. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yes, you're sleeping Valhalla. Because I mean, like, do 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 they make uh, action figures with kung fu grip anymore? <laughs> I don't know. in general. I don't think so. do they do this anymore? I, <laughs> like the kung fu that. shop? Or is that too racist? They I'm probably, sorry. They probably
2: don't.
1: don't they probably don't anymore. <laughs> Oh, None right. of Silas's
2: toys do that. Well, that's not true of the wrestling ones, too. They, they, go, they do ah, this thing with go. the arms? Some of them. Some of them. You, like, push a button and they, like, twist at the hips.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> so maybe maybe that hasn't died yet. Like, like yeah. they, I remember action figures used to have this little, like, switch in the back that if you kept doing, yes. it's like an itching motion with yeah. your for the audio podcast. Like, <laughs> the arms will wave up and down and, yeah, the, the hips will twist like this. You know, like Chuck Berry. Or was it... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, whatever. Okay, I I don't care about toys, but anyway, I, I didn't have them as a kid. So, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> we talked about this, I think, at one point. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, I think it that moves us to um, Aaron and Negan because some sh- some shit happens here, some some interesting shit. Because yeah. like like the analysis of that scene is pretty interesting. How it starts and then how it finishes. But mm-hmm. I yes. I'll, I'll let you guys go through some of that because and then I'll just interject to where I think. Necessary.
1: I mean, it's, you know, they're kind of forced upon each other, you know, because Aaron needs fighters. Negan can fight. Neither one of them wants to do it, but they they do. But, you know, there's still this mistrust of Negan. I mean, look, I don't know what the man needs to do to get into everybody's good graces. I mean, for the love of God, like, you know, he's been in a cell for God knows how long. He rescued Judith during a winter storm with an injured leg and a dog. Like, I, I. He picks tomatoes.
0: Like nine months ago. And yeah.
1: You know, like he's, when you talk about like doing your time, he's been doing his time, but there's still this like mistrust of him. And, so, you know, that's where kind of the conflict starts because I mean he, he's having Negan fight, you know, these walkers with like a broomstick. I mean, meanwhile, Aaron's got like mechanical freaking attachments, you know, which is very cool. Yeah. But
2: you know, like i like, good, which is good on cool. you. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Good on you, you know. Yeah, that was like the one scene like I was watching with Eddie, like the second time around that I was watching, and he's like, nice. <laughs> and, like Aaron's like killing things with like with like his mechanical like. What is it? The little I don't even know what you call it when it has like the little bulb, um it's a mace. Is, a is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. A mace. Ah, okay. A proper yeah. mace
0: is dangling from a chain, but let's not right, split right. let's not split hairs with a mace. Right. That is like
1: the proper <laughs> what, yeah. So yeah, that was like the one scene that incited nice. <laughs> <laughs> <From> <laughs> Eddie. Um, which yes, it was cool. But yeah, like he still doesn't even trust him with, you know, the crowbar. He he doesn't want him to like use it. He wants to kind of like, you know, like how you were saying, like submit and basically sort of like, you know, like Negan said, it's like return to camp at like a POW, like tied up or whatever. And
0: right. I mean,
1: but he hasn't shown any reason to, you know, basically tie him down or whatever. He hasn't right. done anything to warrant that.
0: Um, wait, so wait, let me stop right there because yeah. I kind of want to see if, if Rachel feels the same way. Like, do you think, do you think that Aaron's being too tough or do you think that that's what's required?
2: I, I don't think... I don't think he's necessarily being too tough. The other, one thing I didn't agree with was when he found the the crowbar and Aaron's like, put it down. Like, how is that any more dangerous than the than the broomstick? I mean, if Negan wanted to kill Aaron, he would. Like, right, a weapon. Like, at least he has a better weapon to defend himself with having the crowbar, right? you know, but I, at the same time, I mean, yes, he's served some time, but I don't know that I would ever fully, fully trust him. I mean, come on, we know what he's capable of. And if it were the real world, I mean, he'd be charged with no less than double homicide, which is a lot less than six years in, or more than six years in prison. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I hear you. I, I mean, I don't know that... I don't, it's tough. I don't know that I would ever be able to really try. I would always be uneasy alone with him. I think.
0: Yeah. Mm. Um, Thorgon Nine is saying something, and I didn't understand it at first. But like, um, he's he, Thorgon Nine saying his transformation, Negan's transformation, was modeled on Morgan's. Um, what he to his spell in the prison, and Morgan built that prison, or at least the idea of a prison. You know, as a, right. as a means yes. to yeah, rehabilitate, yeah. rehabilitate. Yeah. yep. And mm-hmm. and so I find that connection really interesting how that can change a person and there's there is a part of me that agrees with you carol like heavily like okay because we're supposed to be like that we're supposed to like what what is aaron's freaking problem right (laughs) like on the one hand yeah you could see him slowly kind of being reintegrated into society which i think because it also makes me think of larger issues i can't help it because when i look at like how we as a society and it's not just america i mean other societies are doing it differently but like when we put people in prison, we, we often, they often get out and don't know what to do with themselves. And in some yes. ways, we do this in different environments too. Like, we, okay, take for example, like we send high school kids to college expecting them to know exactly what to do. Um, or we, you know, after being 12 years in a more or less similarly regimented homeroom or, you know, going to different classes eventually in high school and getting acclimated to that, but then we throw them into this new environment. But I think we do that with a lot of things, you know, when it comes so like, okay, college is over now. Now what? You know, okay, we're supposed to find a job. Well, I don't know how to do that. But more to the point when we go to prisons, that's the most stark thing. Prisons and military are like the hugest things. And then maybe this, they kind of tie together with what Sadiq's going through, but, uh, or, well, and then Dante, et cetera. But we, we, put them, we put them in prison. We put people in, criminals in prison. We expect them to serve their time. And then we don't have a plan for how to reintegrate them into society. But on the show, they're doing a pretty good job of, taking these step by step, like, okay, you can go out a little bit, you go back in, uh, yeah, you, you wander around a little bit, then you come back in, you know? Oh, okay, maybe you can tend the gardens under guard, which we saw in the first episode. Right. Okay, and then you go back in, you know? Right. And then eventually yeah. it seems to be like he go- goes in and out voluntarily, like right. or he can choose to go one way or the other.
1: No, I think I they are doing like a work release program. <laughs> right. It's almost like a work release program, yeah. they're do- But they're doing a pretty good job with their work release program. Post-apocalyptic yeah. style, you know. Like, I think it's very gradual, and it's it's slowly but surely making him a contributor to their society. You know, whether or not by his own volition, but like, still, like he is contributing in ways that matter. Like, he didn't want to go out with Aaron; he would just right. have rather stayed behind. But Father Gabriel was like, "Look, you need fighters. You can fight, so you're going."
0: You're doing, you know, you're doing everything to prevent yourself from saying peanut butter, meat jelly, aren't you? <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. <laughs> peanut butter and meat jelly. I was like, exactly. But well, then I got that damn song stuck in my head.
0: Oh, no. So peanut butter jelly. What? Oh, Just, no. Exactly. What? Peanut
2: what? butter jelly. What? what?
0: what? <laughs> I can't anyway.
2: even plug my ears because I have headphones on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, your husband is skipping to a point, which I'll get to, by the way. Uh oh, is in the dark watching Aaron that. flounder. Um, <laughs> But I, I, yeah, damn you. Um, but I, I, I want to interject here because I, although we have this here, I think both things need to exist in in various degrees of intensity. Right? On the one hand, I agree with the fact that okay, we're slowly reintegrating him, and I feel like he. he feels like he has a stake in society in this society, this new world order oh, using taboo words but um, but I also do think there needs to be and I think you'll agree with me there needs to still be an element of submission with Negan because as and maybe this is because we know more than we should, like even Angela Kang says Negan be Negan <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean and so and we see that in this episode it's it's like so, but there's there's this degree to which okay how much pressure do you apply and I think if Aaron had applied less pressure okay maybe go back but all right you can walk of your own volition you know there's a mm-hmm. there's a line which is being crossed like don't poke the Negan bear you do not know who you are messing with you know what I mean so I think I still think you do need to apply some jackboot <laughs> some some neck pressure but I don't think too much you know what I mean i mean
1: yeah yeah
0: -hmm. i think he i think negan needs it too like yeah to kind of remind himself where he is because he can pop up like a weasel at any moment and become whatever maybe not exactly what he was before but i mean you still have to you know you still have to kind of treat him the way he's you know the, the whole reason why he's there
1: yeah i mean absolutely i mean aaron pushed it mentioning his wife like i mean that was dancing on the minefield which I'm,
2: i'm glad you bring that up right how does aaron know so much about lucille
1: <sighs> that's a good point because like the only time that to my recollection that he ever mentioned Lucille was to um Father Gabriel. Not even to Father Gabriel, it was to um what's her name? Well Father Gabriel Father yes Father Gabriel for also, sure. <laughs> Father Gabriel for sure, but also um
0: Oh yeah, who was it? Was it Michelle? Oh oh oh.
1: <gasps> Right, He mentioned it to Jadis also when they had their, you know, their little episode. She never got the
0: chance to relay it, I think, because that was right when stuff was happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I guess you can assume that that information circulated
0: at least with Gabriel. Yeah. At
1: least from Gabriel to others.
0: Oh yeah, oh, or God. even like if if Negan can hear what's happening on the outside, we I think it's safe to assume that other people can hear what's happening on the inside too if they pay attention. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to the to the jail yeah. cell, so
2: especially Judith because she's well, been, yeah you know hanging out there. <laughs>
0: yeah so yeah I, I just that's a fascinating nugget and there's another nugget which is really really interesting to me which we'll get to when we dissect the Carol thing but it also brings up Aaron the man with the metal arm by the river and I, I will talk about that when we get to it but it just seemed like Aaron seems to know things that yeah, that we wouldn't expect him to know and which is probably why he feels like he needs to put pressure or maybe why it's even personal for him you know mm. Um, and, and then bringing obviously bringing up the Eric thing is just such a, a trigger for him too like we we're just thinking about like what happened at the uh, what was it the armory or I forget what I what we called it but I think it was the armory what we thought was the armory or whatever it was
1: yeah but I mean Negan could have reacted right then and there, you know, when Aaron got in his face and, you know, he, he didn't, he, right, didn't, he kind,
0: you know, he kind of let the walkers do the uh, <laughs> terrorizing for him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Basically.
0: Um, but yeah. I, d- I do think, and maybe this closes the book on it just a little bit. I mean, and we can dissect it, but I do find the turning of the tables quite interesting because it, it does. Okay. So I want to talk about Negan's point because there's something that he says it in such a way that it makes us almost forget what actually happened. And it's like what you said, and I love the way he put it because it's like, it's the story of America. It's the story of time immemorial. Like, you know, you know, it's, it's your job as a man to protect what's yours. But the problem is that that's not what the saviors did. No. Right. They took, no,
1: they, they did extortion. Yeah. And <laughs> racketeering. Were
0: they, yeah. I mean, they could, <laughs> it was, and that's the thing if they, and they, and they made it, they pawned it off. Is it like, yeah. you know, we're going to be benevolent here and just take half your shit, you know?
2: Yeah. And if yeah. we, and if you
0: don't, we'll take all your shit. They, <laughs> so, Yeah. Well, they were
2: also in the mindset that everything was theirs, right? Right Right. by right,
0: like manifest destiny, right? Right. Right.
2: They're not taking half of of someone else's shit. They're just taking half of their own shit
0: back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Although
1: I do remember towards the end of the war with the savior during one of the Negan-Rick confrontations, That he tried to make a deal with Rick and was like, look, you know, like we can stop this right now. And instead of you give us half of your shit, 25%, he told them you make out like 75% kings, which is pretty, (laughs) pretty
0: Pretty attractive,
1: pretty attractive offer.
0: (laughs) No, thanks, scumbag.
1: (laughs) I just um, love like the negotiation. Oh, yeah, that that was
0: during the... uh (laughs) That was during the, the the failed firefight.
1: Yes, the like, into failed the building. Firefight.
0: Yes, <laughs> which yeah. again, like, is is Negan worth his <laughs> weight in promises? Right? It's, there's no proof of that. But yeah, and and you know, even talking about it now, I can see a world in which you can make the argument that no, 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 the saviors are, do what the saviors do, just like anybody else would do, and it's your job to protect what you have, or else it, you know, it belongs to someone else. So no. you know, so even though they come to take. Like, Let's say it's your job to make sure they don't take it, you know, right? So not like I agree with this, like, okay, you can, you can protect what's yours without taking from somebody else, in my opinion, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean?
1: Mm Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, even though there are times in our lives where sometimes you have to make the choice of protecting your family and actually taking from somebody else, like there are various things in life that will make you make a decision. Like, okay, if I take this or take advantage of this, there won't be anything left for somebody else, whether it's something that will be out of stock when you take it in, a, in an online store or something else, like the food pantry, you know, depending on your circumstance. There's, you know, we live in some respects, we live in a world of um, scarcity. And in others, mm-hmm. not really. Mostly not really. We live in a pretty good age, but especially in the world of the apocalypse. Like, that right. scarcity is real. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving along, I like how the tables turn because, in a sense, Negan becomes right. Like, you think you're well, going to make do- me submit?
1: Well, I just like the fact that- that at the very end, it's like, you know, he wakes up the next day and he can ask him, like, can you see me? And Aaron goes, yes. Right. Those and choice of words. And that is the point. You yeah. you can see him. Can you see him? He is, you finally are seeing him for who he is, which is like, he stayed up and, and was watch at night when you were temporarily blinded and could not see and saved your life. And he's finally seeing him for who he is at this moment. I'm not I'm not hmm. saying. Okay. There you go. There you go. <laughs> at the moment, there both, we go. both at the that light and the dark. I'm, at that moment, I'm not saying that he's an angel. <laughs> Disclaimer. You know, obviously, you all know I'm the biggest Megan apologist. Yeah. But at this but moment, knowing that.
0: <laughs> right. But at I readjust this moment, my dials. By the right. way, a uh, uh, big shout out to Marquis Moore, who just popped on. By the way, uh, uh, one of the our uh, one of my favorite prisoners from the that era of of The Walking Dead. So say hello, folks. Hey um and speaking of prisoners negan um but yeah it, it, it uh, the reversal the can you can you see me now good
2: <laughs> like the, he's like the verizon
0: guy of the apocalypse um or now the sprint guy who knows now <laughs> with, the, with their 5g actually. services that was not an advertisement um <laughs> but I do okay one thing that you do notice is that like you said the, the crowbar is in his hand it's like okay you pushed me too far and now I have this and you can't stop me so how about that yeah (laughs) <laughs> so, but I mean, do, do you think that Aaron is going to get the message going forward, or because I mean, there is that element of paranoia: who's the enemy, who's not, etc. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it's. I think
1: it'll. I, I think that it's a it's a situation that he'll keep in the back of his mind. Like I think he'll always be wary of Negan. I think they'll always be wary of him. But I think that he now has this frame of reference of this incident to kind of better inform him for future situations as they get more into it with the whispers. You know. Yeah. I think I think that that'll be something he'll keep in the back
0: of his head, right? Well, because there's yeah. there's one thing that you may not have caught. Also, it seems to me that Aaron didn't realize that Negan was sitting there the whole time. You know, before Negan found him and dispatched the walkers yeah, that no, came I into think, the house.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't oh, think. Oh so. no, no. And it's right, good that
0: think. he doesn't, but you know, yeah. that's the thing. Like, that it, had, had a he. Lot of different <laughs> yeah right. uh, yeah so in his mind and that's the thing that's what really is kind of concerning about Negan right now it's kind of like where is this going to go right you know where is so is this going to happen that, right? right No. so is this mm-hmm. going to be something that pops up uh, every now and again in the same manner yeah because we had these impressions of him before and now we don't know Negan be Negan um, Negan be Neganing
2: uh, I, I, I would always always keep a side eye on him though because I think, given the chance, he's—you know—I say the same thing about Strand too. Wrong show, wrong show. But you know, if given the chance, they're going to slip back into the to their old ways. Or just I just mean, feel
1: like I'm going to take this shit over again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, if if he saw an opportunity, Which, I think he would. Yeah. Which who, who, said,
0: who said that? I forgot. Somebody said like, "Oh, I think it was Thorgon. Like always, um, Negan is going to try to find a way to get to leadership again, Has he yeah. said something like that to effect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and, and this
2: would be the way to do it is by first gaining everyone's trust.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like leveraging people's emotions to kind of yep. get them to trust yeah. them again,
2: and especially Aaron, right? Because <sighs> Aaron is very influential. If Negan can gain Aaron's trust, Aaron's going to yeah. go back and say, "Hey, guys." Nice. Listen to what Negan just did for me.
0: Right. Yeah. He's the, he, I mean, out of everybody, he is would you call it, classify him as the toughest cookie, right? Aaron? Yeah.
2: No, Daryl's the toughest cookie. <laughs> <Darryl> <laughs> it. Yeah. Which, Which, co- I would say over.
0: The- Which, correct <laughs> me if I'm wrong, I feel like they're coming to, co- I think they actually come to blows maybe at some they point. Did,
1: they definitely right. have a confrontation. In but the, but the like, teaser I mean, or
0: something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Aaron and Daryl? Yeah. No, keep it- Negan and Daryl. Negan and Daryl. Yeah.
2: Okay. No, that makes sense. And keep in mind that yeah. when
0: they do, He he's behind bars too. Yes, so so it's not like not as if uh, he has free reign. But
2: mm. no, no. (laughs) he's
1: not winning Daryl over anytime soon. That ain't happening.
0: Mm, Yeah, I mean who who, I who knows? Daryl
1: went through Daryl went through some shit at the same. Oh yeah,
0: and look how the tables have turned there too. Yeah, we're not on easy street anymore, motherfucker. Anyway, so. (laughs) <laughs> and then, just just in the nick of time, uh, niece is like, "Yeah, but I'm still uh, Team Negan. Yeah. I'm Negan anyway. Whatever. Anyway, we're moving along. It's <laughs> getting a little <laughs> too hot. Gotta change the subject, bitches." Um, I hear you. I, I just like how this played out because it does show like what was intended and what ended up happening. Yes. yeah. So, yeah. I do love that it's night when we meet Alpha. It mm-hmm. kind of shows the differences in tone between the rest mm-hmm. of the episode and now because that's mm-hmm. the only well. The, the this crew is the only crew that I mean, even though they work through the night, they really kind of mostly show this scene in in the dark, you know, other than Rosita and Eugene but um, it, it's spooky it's creepy it's right around Halloween which they timed really 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 well mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> dudes when you because we just got this episode about how the, the whispers came to be and then we have this new appreciation when Alpha creeps into the, into the scenery she's creeping yeah. in like a, like, a, like a walker almost like just slithering right. onto the scene yeah. and the second she pops off her mask she turns into a normal upright human being and walking yeah. normally and so So you get this appreciation for like what they put into the character like that you may not have noticed before. And maybe you notice now. And I I just love that.
1: No, I I always have. And I feel like I noticed it from like the very beginning when they were really introduced in the um, season finale. Last season in the episode where like Jesus is killed, like that scene when like they're watching the herd and they're like, it doesn't seem normal. Like they're just kind of milling around. And you see that one scene of that one, like, well, now we know Whisper who like all of a sudden kind of like stops, lifts their head and like, you know, like it's, it's very eerie, like Mm -hmm. how they kind of like blend in. And then all of a sudden you realize, no, it's like a person. So it's very it's it's very seamless and very very creepy for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure. Done. But like it just the idea of being the walker and then all, yeah. but it's just the idea of taking off the mask and becoming a human again. Right. It's almost like this weird transformation that goes on. But what highlights that is that she goes into the thing about rules and laws, which like when she bounces back and forth between nature and fires, nature and fire burns, and like and then but then talks about don't laws as a human. have conflict with nature. Yeah, we have no conflict with nature. Um, but like the idea of talking about laws, like as a human, I come to you as a, as a natural being talking about laws. You know, I'm trying to meet you at your level. Um, I don't know your ways anymore. Um, but okay, anyway, let me move on because I'm just making myself crazy. But then we go into this one thing that I, I kind of want to talk about a little bit more. But I don't really know what to make of it because I genuinely want to know from you guys. And that's, um, I can see how she might know that they crossed their land in winter that they crossed their land during the fire but what if this the man with the metal arm you and the man with the metal arm and I'm assuming she's talking about Michonne yeah. when was that right
2: when they were, when the they were on horseback by
0: the river But
2: yeah by the right? river but I didn't know I didn't think that was their land
0: now, did they watch Fear of were... the Walking Dead no, I'm kidding. sorry <laughs> I
2: thought there was uh, when Aaron yeah because this was it was right after they found the mask and they were going to go out on patrol and look for other signs yeah but I didn't think they ever crossed.
0: And the man, with it specifically the man with the metal arm and her. I right. wait a minute. Okay. Sorry. I do remember it was the bridge and Michelle was saying, thank you for that.
2: Oh, when he um, saying,
0: doing something stupid.
2: The br- for when he the
1: did something stupid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, the bridge was the dividing line.
1: Yes, okay. that is true. Yeah. Okay, you're okay, right. Okay. Cause I remember okay. like her coming down on him and being like, well, that was stupid and, and stupid all gets
0: killed so- or something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Again, okay. she's pretty their hands because could, they could have been whispers. Yeah.
0: Right, right. Oh, they could have been among them, right. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that just helped a whole bunch of people who were kind of maybe maybe confused about that because I was confused about that for a I second. I was too.
2: Yeah. I was
0: too. I think probably Walker Stalker did that to us because like, <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot that scene. I mean, I, I remember that scene, but not as, a, as that being the border or whatnot. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, good on us. Meanwhile, everybody's talking about predictions and also see, uh, like secret predictions and meetings in Sonora in the in the Instagram chat, which I'm happy it's bubbling, but I'm just I'm losing track. <laughs> I will give you all hugs. I promise you, I'm a hugger. <laughs> um, oh my God, Eliza Jones just just joined us on the chat too. Eliza. Oh my God. I'm, I miss her. Oh, and like who's killing who? Like the obvious uh Carol kills Alpha for sure. Yeah, sure. Lydia helps out. Negan um Negan saves Daryl from Beta. That's Theories a popular theory. Like yeah. yeah. And um, you know, whatever.
2: I feel like it's it's almost becoming too popular. now. I
0: know that's what kills me.
2: I want to see it, but I feel like, man, not like, even if they had that whole scene film now, they probably would have went back and just threw it out and started (laughs) over. Like, damn you fans you're too good like now we have to rewrite it
0: (laughs) yeah i mean i i mean most of us have predicted that oh carol joe for sure carol's gonna win this but i don't know i I really don't oh man well at this point at this but point, it wouldn't surprise me if, if like, it ends up being like the comic because that would be the most unexpected thing to happen, right? It, I, it's think true. It. I think
1: so. You're right. Like, if it if yeah. it went the route of the comics, that actually would be more more unexpected than all the other theories, <laughs> especially if it
0: comes from the rear. Like, we don't see it coming because of the way Negan's trajectory is kind of working right now. Good, yeah. good guy, and then uh, sneaky wants to be the leader, and then and then he yeah. kind of makes a total revolution or something like that. I don't know. Yeah on the Z axis of predictions. But anyway, so I, oh yeah, okay, we beat that fu- motherfucker to death <laughs> again. This is what we do. Sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Carol's behavior. I, yes. I, I, can you guys lead this discussion? No. Because here's the thing. I want to preface this with one thing. It was this weird explosion on Twitter where, and I don't know if this is briefly or whatnot, but people really, really had visceral reactions to Carol, which prompted the Carolers, um, C-A-R-Y-L, people who usually love Daryl and Carol, et cetera, you know what I'm saying? To like really vigorously defend Carol, which I mean that's not necessary, I don't think. But I think people were really, really upset with Carol in this episode. To they were like, upset with her. Yeah, for the most part. With her. Yeah. Why? why? Oh, exactly. Carol, because being you know knowing better than like because people I don't know what it is with I think when but the you thing have is,
1: a, why because of her reaction at the Pikes of what she did.
0: Oh, that and a whole bunch of th- uh, being really, really irresponsible throughout the episode, like
1: <laughs> but the endangering is- her. Her crew. But but the thing is, it's that she's. I'm not saying I am, but. No, (laughs) no, no. It's like in my mind, she's basically acting as somebody who's still pretty much shell shocked from, like, I mean, we know Sadiq is shell shocked, he has his own PTSD. Well, Carol has her own PTSD too, you know, she's, you know, everyone does and everyone is kind of reacting in their own way in her way. She's just kind of single handedly focused on like revenge. And even, you know, Daryl says it's like, she's up at night, like looking for them. Like she's just sort of like on this like quest and yeah. It's it's true. It, it's not responsible. It's it's not well. And then Daryl
0: mentions that one thing about how uh, you know she was way more at peace when she was on the boat, and it, all right of now. a sudden, the second she stepped off, it just something happened. Yeah,
2: because it's well, it, everything became real again. Yeah, when yeah. She was On the boat, she could she could forget about it and kind of you know, compartmentalize everything. And as soon as she got back, it was real again. And these people who killed her son are still a real threat and she wants to do something about it. And I mean, I can, I can understand that. I guess if, if I'm, I don't I'm not even going to say negative, but if there's one thing I'm disappointed in is she's, she's usually a little bit more clear headed. I feel like it's, she's acting a little bit more on emotion and, and less thought, but I can't say I blame her either. I feel
0: it. I always wonder about her character. I don't find, I don't, I don't always find her character thinking always clear-headedly see I, I, mean, I think
2: she's always got a plan I mean right right yeah. there's a
0: difference between having a plan and it being a <laughs> one that is because okay and I don't want to go back in time too much but like it does make me think of when they stayed in the prison and doing what she thought was right over what the, the consensus would be or, mm-hmm. or even in Alexandra she kind of had her own plan um, moving off and wanting to be alone while everybody else wanted her to be around and it bring her close and, and she's always had her own plan you know and even like to, to the point where like when she probably should have stayed with Ezekiel I mean and again I'm not saying one way or the other but like when you think about it the thing that she should have done is be alone with her you know like it be like be together heal together move on together or she could have done but like instead she chose to again run away you know be by herself you know which is in a way it's kind of a regression If, if but then again I mean I, I'm not one to judge I'm not one to say that I've ever been in this situation before. I'm not the one to say this is the proper response to, for when your son dies, you know? So, but it does show a pattern of behavior that we have seen before. And so we have a lot of impressions about Carol that, you know, are, are are being tested. We have to kind of really kind of re-examine, okay, who is this person? We love her and we respect her a lot for her growth, but she's become, she she's always been a certain way. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I think we're still I think trying to so. figure out who she is. And now she's well. ki- kind of- not dealing with this very well
2: I will say you know we are used to kind of seeing her you know run away a little bit when things you know when she needs to kind of clear her head and things get to be too much but I will say I I noted last episode at least this time when she wanted to run away she invited Daryl so it wasn't all about solitary and so I I feel like just that little bit is uh, a bit of growth for her character too like not being totally closed out you know closing everybody out this time she wants company
0: right well yeah yeah or does she I don't, I mean, like Michonne was saying, like, uh, you know, she does she belongs with us. And then Daryl's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, which, I mean, yeah. in, in, in that respect, you, you kind of look at the two different friends and you see kind of like reflections of Rick and Michonne, by the way. Like Michonne is always like, you know, we, we got to get together. We got to, you know, be as one. And you see that in Michonne, but then you see Daryl is kind of like, well, you know, I trust us. She'll find her own way, you know. You do see the two different types of friends in in those two. And in some respects, when, you, when you're looking through the through the episode, you're angry almost at both of them at different times. Like at Michonne, like holding on tightly and that Daryl holding on too loosely. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, you see, Daryl's like watching her take these pills. It's like, stop taking that or I'll beat your ass. He should have said after that, but he didn't. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess it's hard because, I mean, Carol's such a strong-willed character that like, you know, he's downright gentle with her, you know, like in his approach to how he says things to her. And he treads very carefully when it comes to things that he says, you know, to her. And because I guess, you know, he knows that she's very strong willed and she's going to do what she wants to do. So the only thing he can say is like, you know, stop taking that, like get some sleep, you know. But I mean, sort of like trying to rip it out of her hand.
0: Yeah, but but there is a difference though. And so there's a difference between letting her take the things and then letting her keep watch for another hour. (laughs) It's like, okay, you can take the pills, but you need to go there in the corner and have your little drug addicted (laughs) <laughs> whatever it is that floats your fancy, yeah. while not well, taking. Well, that's watch. the other
2: thing too. I mean, are there really putting our lives in your hands? Left, left over to have an addiction. I mean, she did run out.
0: I was thinking yeah. that too.
2: By the end of uh, the episode, she, yeah, she ran out
1: of the pills.
2: Which, which, means- which I, no, oh.
1: which I assume was some sort of like. What did you assume it was? Like some sort of stimulant, or like some sort of like. Uh, they were
2: caffeine pills.
1: Yeah. It looked
0: like Percocet, though. Not that I would know. Well,
2: Angela <laughs> Kang said they were caffeine pills. Yeah,
0: I I those, uh, <laughs> which kept her up. Which you know, after yeah. so many days of non-sleep, first of all, yeah. it, your body will take it from you, and then second yeah. of all, you'll start seeing things, which I which just happened to I me. Can
1: con- I I concur. We
0: with both know. You Have you ever see- had? i haven't had one of those multiple days with no sleep and you know until recently i, I think i've <sighs> even talked to you about that like i remember that one night where i edited and went straight to work by the end of the night i, w- I was seeing things that weren't there and jumping at them you're like you do you know what i mean like you're doing it now no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> am i on the podcast <laughs> What's
1: you, going on? you will start seeing things like you definitely will you know but I, I found this that whole sequence with her so interesting because it's exactly what you said, Rach. It's like there were points where it's like I wasn't necessarily sure if what I'm seeing is actually happening, or is this like a figment of like her imagination? It was sort of like, you know, but what what's really happening here? You know, like so it was so jarring when it was like cause that conversation that she had with Daryl was so heartfelt about his father being the trucker and everything like that it was such a heartfelt conversation. And then you
2: find out it's
1: like, no, none of that ever happened. That was all like a dream sequence. I was like, Oh, okay.
0: Right. Like, <laughs> I totally, right.
2: I totally believe that scene. Yeah. Oh, by the, yeah. way, by the
0: way, Eliza, good night. Sorry.
2: Good night, Eliza. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you for hopping on though. Um, i
2: totally bought
1: that scene i was like oh my gosh wow you know and then i was like oh no never mind none of that happened
0: (laughs) and right and right you both examined that scene multiple times and it's like when you actually go back and watch that scene it's like wait that that actually doesn't sound like daryl like he's really smooth about it he's talking about it very matter-of-factly that's not daryl Daryl's mumbles and grumbles
2: but not okay. anymore, though. Like, yeah. Nah. See, even the second time through, I thought, you know, if he was going to open up to anybody, of course, it would be her. Like, right. it didn't yeah. strike me as odd that he was sharing something like that. Of course.
0: Because it, was because yeah. it was her. You have the first yeah. time around.
2: Yeah. No, I mean even the second time I'm like cuz yeah. I was kind of I was even paying more attention. I'm like, right. okay, now that I know it's a dream, like right. is there something that could have given it away the first time? And I'm like, yeah. no, not really. I, no, not not to me. I totally No, like no, not the, f- definitely not the first too. time. Yeah. And <laughs> I watched it twice. Although I did really the second time I watched it, I caught what he said at the end and he when he, after he says don't take that and she's like i you know i or what it, i can't sleep and he's like oh no bad dreams like while she was having, yeah, a, bad she was dream. having a bad dream <laughs> yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that cool.
1: yeah
0: yeah i i just don't know The one there's a couple of things. It's it's the tone in which he said it. It was just too. He, I mean, Daryl doesn't go on. It it just the character as we know it does not go into long rants, and he went into one. And I'm not I'm not saying that that's the way his character does because we always want him to say more. Oh my god, we're finally getting to open up. I was I'm not saying I was suspicious of that in first watch, but in the second watch, I'm like, oh wait, now okay, this is definitely (laughs) no. It's not his modus operandi.
2: Plus, but his, his father was is a grade
0: A piece yeah. of shit. So, well,
2: yeah, right. But I felt it was necessary. Like yeah. he saw what was going on with her, and this was his yeah. way of. Saying, look, I know something's going on with you. Right. It was, I, I looked at it as. as it, so yeah. He tells a story.
1: Right. I looked at it. I looked at that moment as his way of relating to her, the way Dante relates to Sadiq, talking to him about his PTSD yes. after serving in Iraq. You know, it's right. like you're kind of like, you're not prying from them, but you're sharing your own personal experience to let them know, like, it's not just you.
0: Right. You know? You're not alone. are not alone. You're, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Meanwhile. <laughs> and you know what? That's the funny thing about this entire scene. And that's, um, I think it was The Walking Dead by um, Valhalla, you know, that account on Twitter who said, which of her um, hallucinations scared you the most? And to be perfectly freaking honest, as much as the visual ones um, were kind of terrifying, that one with Daryl scares me the most. A A whole conversation, yeah, a whole conversation to me that never happened really scares me. Well, that mm, is because very I've dry. had those before.
1: I, I no, I I agree with you in the sense that like it it's scary the idea of like this whole deep conversation never happened. Like the right. fact that you could be that delusional or that um just just out of it that like yeah you would have this whole sort of like dialogue, but but none of it was like actualized. Like none of it like you know actually happened.
0: Yeah like Personally, if I was Carol that would frighten me the most. That's what that's all I mean. Yeah.
1: Right. I don't know. Per, but but the scenes with Henry and like mom and like, you know, like that that's jarring right. and all of a, yeah that that was that was definitely
2: that, like a, that one like physically bike. scared me the most like yeah, all those
0: yeah, different and things
2: about to get stabbed and i'm like yeah <gasps> exactly was that was one of those <laughs> like, oh yeah that was one of those <laughs> look at all yes. the
0: different and look at all the different kinds of like terrifying hallucinations like it they take you take different angles right
1: too. Mm-hmm.
0: let's not forget
1: the home ec book
0: which by right. the way it it, it, br- it does bring us back yeah the home ec book was oh god mika 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 uh, Lizzie
1: uh-huh. uh, Henry Sophia. Sophia Sam Anderson Sam.
0: Sophia yeah all of those wow. with their throat slit oh yeah I was like oh Jeez. God, mm-hmm. how much work was that, <laughs> on the artist's <laughs> point of view? But um, God, man. <laughs> but like, I. But and then, like, what's interesting about all of that? And and I, I, forgive me if I jump ahead. I want to jump ahead just to jump back. Um, but when when we get to like her dream, and this is post surgery or during surgery or whatever it is when they're taking out the glass shard, right. I want to point this out because on the one hand, it took me two episodes to kind of almost not say this, but I'm going to bring it out anyway, is that I wanted to give points to the carolers, the (laughs) C-A-R-Y-L-ers, And say interesting dream. This one I, isn't it? okay.
1: Yeah, let, let, let's yeah, let's let's talk about that dream. Let's let's talk about that because yeah. I was I, watching I, it with my husband Eddie, and he was like, We're watching the episode, and he was like, so interesting that Daryl is the figure in the, the kitchen cooking patriarch. breakfast, the <laughs> patriarch, versus the fact that she basically raised Henry with Ezekiel. Ezekiel was the father that Henry always knew, you know, alongside with her. And And meanwhile, like, this is the father. I mean, I I, I was watching this and like, he pointed that out and I was like, it's true. And also I was like thinking to myself, like on a side note, I was like, I'm sure that like Daryl slash Norman Reedus lover were probably losing their shit. Like at a scene of like him in the kitchen cooking breakfast. They probably were like losing their goddamn minds. I'm looking at Rachel
0: this entire time right now. I want to see the little (laughs) micro smiles and yeah. Oh boy.
2: (laughs) I'm out of I see dimples. <laughs> I see dimples on dimples. Actually, um,
0: but I literally like a little, I, bit, little bit, I, I literally want to know what you think. I, and again, I want to reiterate that I was about to give points, but I want to give you the floor. I, <laughs> I just can't give anybody I, an inch. But <laughs>
2: I, just, I think it just confirmed what we've always known was in Carol's heart, and that's Daryl in the kitchen trying up some bacon. <laughs>
0: Daryl <laughs> uh, can cook me some bacon anytime, or or as Walani says, uh, squirrel. You know, could be squirrel, yeah, squirrel yeah. bacon. <laughs> yeah. No, I you mean, need to say thing more thing than
2: we, that. Yeah, well. <laughs> It could be t- it could be taken a lot it could be taken a lot of different ways I mean there's you know on this well, what was your I mean,
0: reaction you know, i want to know
2: I mean excitement of course know <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was excited I'm like I mean of course she loves him I mean this is you know in a in a different world in a different time, this could have been normal, you know
0: oh. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Which it, it, yeah, that is something actually. Like the idea yeah. of money, right? I know that, right.
1: Like, that. Yeah, that was so jarring, wasn't it? Like I was uh-huh. like, oh my god, currency.
2: Like what's that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then she she stops and looks at it for a minute, and you think, oh, sh- this isn't right. But no, she's like, is the store open? Like she's right. still going with it, even. Yeah. So yeah, I I I liked it, but it is that is a good point that you know Henry showed up, you know, and Daryl's there, and. I mean, it kind of made me feel bad for Ezekiel. That was another feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah that he
2: wasn't even like he wasn't even there like no. you know he could have been like at the door like hey i'm here to pick up. i don't know i, I mean right. he could have been in there somewhere but yeah. not, not even a not even not a, a not even a fever a, dream
0: not I even think. a
1: appearance right nothing
2: i felt bad but I, yeah. I was mostly i was mostly excited don't worry you'll see cautiously, me next episode by the way cautiously so <laughs>
0: um i will say one thing though and this is why i won't i i i'm gonna pull back credit that i was giving i was gonna (laughs) to give you no the reason for that is um everything in that dream sequence makes sense from a purely dream driven um science so you have michonne's kitchen is what's being shown right what she's been dragged into or like you know through the kitchen upstairs to get the surgery and get the thing out right Mm -hmm. you have when she looks at her watch you have the handless clock which is what she saw as she was going into the school yeah right you have Daryl, which is somebody who's been been around lately to kind of be this comfort to her, um, like basically be her crutch, I mean essentially yeah. from the time that Henry died like, I just need you to re- you know, rely on, okay, yeah. and what better is somebody than like a kind of a I mean, you could even look at him as a father figure in some ways, or a brother figure and I'm not saying that to be deliberately an asshole or contrarian, but we'll get in the idea of food as being a provider, you know, this, this could be a right. lot of meetings, and then Henry being there is that that thing that jerks her back into reality yeah, right? yeah and the idea of money is it's just having the money is this idea of complete fantasy of a complete detachment yeah, from yeah. her current reality which is henry which right. brings her right back right so a, a lot of what's going on in this episode a lot of her hallucinations well we can't really confirm the whispers that were in the forest by the way i counted the bullet shots too yeah and It was three. I thought it was more, which kind of signaled, oh, she's hallucination. But that sound that the tables made as the rope pulled her up, um, what did sound like a shot, it wasn't a shot. So it was three bullets, um, one in the forest, one, sorry, obviously one at Alpha's feet.
1: Alpha, right. Which we
0: didn't really talk about, but like, um, I forgive you.
1: (laughs) That was bizarre.
0: Um and then the, the second one and the fourth and the, actually the third one I think is the one that shot what was an actual whisper, whisper. which we should talk yes. about but yes. um but I, I I that the reason why I still think you guys you can you you guys you know you people <laughs> the carolers I do think you Damn. get a half a point at least because <laughs> you guys have been waiting so long to get some nugget I'll give you half a nugget um because I'm the worst. <laughs> Just kidding. Six. The whole, the worst. The whole
2: show is gonna end with those two finally getting together. Last, last, the other minute, half a Last, last <laughs> yep. scene. That'll be it. Well, it takes
0: it takes show. two half nuggets to make a whole. I mean, really, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get Henry. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no, yeah. So I'll give you half a nugget, and and uh, yeah, it, it, that's what kills me is that there's so many mechanics in that dream sequence that kind of make it. Oh wait, dreams are like basically an amalgam of what you see throughout the day or the days that you've been up. So that's what kills me. It's like I kind of want. I do want to give you that whole point. I do. <laughs> I so desperately do. I really did. I watched them like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to deal just, with this on the next just, podcast. Just,
1: just, just throw us a. Box.
0: Bone. Yeah, I was gonna. so I'll give you half a bone. I hope you're happy with that. That's all I'm gonna say. Um I
1: was, I was very pleased yeah. with that
0: scene. But that scene was really cool also. It like was very cool. Between the mechanics yeah. and yeah, and just like, oh my god, post apocalypse money and whatever. What
1: was it? do we know what song was it that was playing?
0: Oh fuck. When me. She- oh, I do know what the
2: song it that was playing. It was the
0: zombies, right?
2: No. Well, I don't know, the ver the what my captions told me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I heard it was the zombies, the the band, the zombies.
2: Care of Cell Forty Four by Elliot Smith. Oh,
0: what? Elliot Smith. How appropriate. Was it? A, what were the but lyrics? But when I tried
2: to, uh, yeah, but when I tried to look it up, I couldn't find much more on it. So I didn't try super hard either. So if I put in a little bit more effort, I could. Pro- I usually do. I usually like to do a deep dive on the songs that they use in the in the show because it almost always has meaning and relevancy to, to what's going on, either the lyrics or or the meat right. the song, or but. Unfortunately, I didn't look too too much further into this one. I failed. I said
0: sorry. I might be able to find it now. I haven't super googling this shit. Okay. Um, here we go. Yeah, it is the zombies. The zombies care of cell 44. So okay, it was by the zombies, sorry. not Elliot Smith. But maybe it's my, the same. I know the zombies is might, an old maybe, band.
2: Maybe he maybe he did a different version. Maybe he
0: did a cover. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that that makes sense. God. I just
2: did I just took what my captions said. God rest his
0: soul. <laughs> yeah. Wait, let's get the lyrics now because I want to, I'm going to super Google this.
2: Uh, yeah, I'll bet they're relevant. Okay, here we go. Yeah.
0: Good morning to you. I hope you're feeling better, baby. Thinking of me Boom. while you're far away. <laughs> Counting the days until maybe, oh, maybe you get three quarters of bone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Counting <laughs> the days until they set you free again. Maybe this is about Negan. Um, <laughs> writing this letter, hoping you're okay. Sent to the room used to stay in every Sunday. The one that is swarmed by sunshine every day. And we'll get to know each other for a second time. All right. 80% of a bone. Um, no, just the tip. Uh <laughs>
2: This sounds um, like someone who's in prison,
0: and well, yeah, and we'll get to know each other for a second, and you can tell me about your prison stay.
2: Oh, there, there you go. go. Well, no. there you go. Boom, uh,
0: feels so good, and this is the chorus. Feels so good, you're coming home soon. Mmm, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good to have you back again with me, watching the laughter play around your eyes, Daryl's eyes. Uh, <laughs> come up <laughs> and get you. Saved up for the train fare money. Feels so good. You're coming home soon. Walking the way we used to walk, and it could be, and it could be so nice. Talking the way we used to talk, and it could be so nice. It's gonna be nice to have you back again with me. Watching the laughter play around your eyes. Come and come up and get you. Saved <laughs> saved up for the for the train fare money. Kiss and make up, and it'll be so nice. So it sounds like this is like a fight. Like like mm. this is like they have, they've broken up. It looks like, and it looks like they're She's delusionally thinking he's gonna come back, mm. or he, or whoever it is. Uh, feels mm. so good you're coming home soon so it could be mm. like one of those things where like yeah and the song is care of cell 44 so like mm. having been mm-hmm. in prison for so long that mm. is really sad and i bet mm. it's a happy song right yeah
2: maybe mm. i mean it's a delusion
0: well i mean then it's apropos uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> lot, yeah uh. Uh, apropos of nothing you get you lose all your points <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. It, I mean, it makes a lot more sense. So, I mean, you know, yeah. Carol and Ezekiel broke up, and now she's finding her way back to Daryl. And, mm-hmm. you know.
0: How does it back the nugget? Yeah. Okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I will say one I thing. I don't
2: know how I feel about that, though. Like, I don't I don't even know if I consider myself 100% Carol or just because. You always I, will
0: be a little bit.
2: I, I do
1: think that there's love there. I just think that it's there's. a love that's beyond just basic
2: Yes, romantic,
1: like it's it's such a cop out. To just yes. kind of be like, oh, yeah, and, the, and they hook up or whatever. I'm like, no, that's it's more than that. It's it's just – it's If it's, they
2: ever cross that romantic line, I think it would take away from Daryl's character mostly. Right. It would cheapen the nature of their relationship. I agree.
0: Well, who knows what could happen. I mean, even I'll say that, but I will say that um,
2: – The idea of what if is always exciting too. Once you right. know, it's like – Exactly. Right. You know, it's, we always it's, want the what if. It's yeah. classic
0: game theory, guys. It's like yes. – It's whatever gets you to keep pulling that slot, right? Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, so
2: as soon as you win, it's like, okay, all right,
1: I'm <laughs> over it
0: now. Well, yeah, I guess there's no yeah. point in playing this anymore. Right. Um, yeah, but I will say, like, it's it's a very interesting thing to kind of see how that kind of reflects normal life and, and how, like, some people will get locked into something. Like, like, on a serious note, I do feel like there's a part of Carol that is sick of her feeling grief. Like, sure. the cage is grief and she wants out. It's kind of like Negan. Negan is in a cage and he wants out. You know, There's mm-hmm. like these two people who are sick of being who they are, and yet they are who they are. They are where they are. They're in the state that they're in, and they cannot do anything about it. They just yeah. need to go through it. And and I, I did write it. It's funny. I, I wrote and actually talked about a song I wrote. I'm not going to play it. I might link to it in the notes. I don't know. But it deals with something that deals with abuse. And one of the things I say at the end of the song is, you know, I hate feeling so weak. I hate feeling so helpless. I hate feeling so human. I hate this hating, and I'm tired of waiting. You know, like, so there's like, you get to the point where it's like, I hate hating. Like, I hate, you know what I mean? Like, I hate having to hate. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm tired of waiting. So like it's like, when you're in this spot, you feel so helpless, you know? And, and but you just got to get through it. You got to go through it. You know, yeah. to this, whatever you're going to be at the end of it, but, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I, I see that. And it's, it's really, like, it's frustrating. And that kind of brings me back to the fans that actually had these um, criticisms about Carol, because I don't think they understand. And even I didn't for a second. Like, I I was more critical of Daryl letting her take that last hour of watch. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. dude, it's one thing if they want another drink, but it's another <sighs> giving the keys of the car. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So, fuck you guys who didn't crit- criticize Daryl. <laughs> you, yeah. know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, don't blame the, it's that's sexism. <laughs> <laughs>
2: where, where did he go up to? I mean, did he necessarily, I mean. I think that they just we went and he napped was, or How do something? we know he wasn't also keeping watch?
0: Oh, I, I don't even know how much time th- this well, whole thing took place, right? Like four hours maybe? Who knows? I have no yeah. idea.
2: When Carol popped her last pill and she saw that shadow scurry off, my yeah. first Oh, right away! I thought it was. Another I thought dream. it was.
1: I really was convinced that it was a dream. I was right. just like, "Is this really es- happening?" Especially, especially
2: oh, yeah. You might even say the same thing. Yeah. Especially when she's she's standing in the it was like a gym with bed. all those dead walkers, right? And the alarm goes off. Yes. And then we hear the Alarm go off. Right. Exactly. Right. Where was that? Like that the other thought, room. I totally thought that was another dream. That
1: it, was so jarring to me. That moment seems so surreal, where she's just standing yes. all of a sudden in this auditorium with all these dead walkers and the alarm goes off. I'm like, so wait, yeah. did this happen? Yeah. Or like, and then we, Come to realize, yeah, it, it happened, but it's like that was so it, it was so vague to me that I was like, I wasn't quite sure at the time. Same I wasn't sure. Same.
0: Right, right. That and was- you have to and it could have been just like because she did set the alarm before she saw this shadow scurry. And so maybe by the time she was done slaughtering all of them, <laughs> it
2: Jesus. went
0: off, alerted everybody else, they ran to the other room, blah blah blah. okay so right. I okay. I that's how I surmise it. And I, I know I, that the rope was real because I did see it behind the the blackboard, like it. It was kind of right behind the blackboard. The rope that, that hoisted her. Yeah. So I know that that's real. We know that it's real because of the Walker Whisperer turned Walker at the end, right? Yes. Whom yeah. Whom she had gotten a good shot of. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean it's okay the fact that for a second you know not even for a second maybe not even till now that we didn't weren't really even sure ourselves after we saw some of the evidence is just it right. says a lot so congrats to Yeah that good happened. on them how
1: they did it
0: Yeah after
2: I after I was convinced that it all actually happened then I started thinking was that a trap specifically set for carol like this was alpha's way of coming after carol personally
0: oh man that is a really fucking good question because <laughs> i had thought that too i'm like how
2: this was after she took a shot at her
0: yes, yeah it was so okay so maybe so then w- what that does is allow us to go back in time and say were they really in the forest <laughs> right right
2: i mean i i, I believe they were yeah. I, think always, I think they're always watching they're always yeah. watching they said that yeah so I, I do believe they were there.
0: Yeah. Right. Because they may move like whispers, but they still have faculties, you know? Right. Uh, sorry. They may move like walkers, I meant. Walkers. But they, nice. Yeah. But then they know they have sense enough to not trip any branches, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, look at how that other dude moved. He dodged that sword that Z- Jesus was wielding in the I cemetery. <sighs> yeah. Ooh, he got them slick Aww. moves.
2: Oh, man. That whole scene just makes R. my R. belly. and this mazel
0: agrees with you um alpha was taunting carol big time
2: yeah that's uh, yeah once i realized it it really happened that i thought it was a personal attack on carol
0: yeah yeah or yeah basically goes back to the beginning premise or or maybe judith's premise i'm not going to take credit for this one but like um well well, i could take credit fuck you um It, it goes back to the idea of wearing... Oh, kind of like what you said about Negan. Who's going to be the biggest one you're, you're going to want to flip? Well, the one who criticizes you the most, Aaron, let's say, like yes. in terms of pressure and who to win over. Um, forget Daryl for a moment because who cares? Um, but then it goes also to like what is Alpha's biggest stumbling block? You know, like who is the one she's got to get off kilter the most? And that's definitely the, the 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 woman whose son you killed in the last season. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, and Milani, by the way, said said uh, what did and didn't happen was confusing me the whole episode. It's like shades of Rick again.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Like I think somebody had mentioned. I think it was Milani. It was like the the Lori kind of the, idea. I of, thought that
1: too. The yeah. Lori prison sort of like.
0: Sleep, sleep deprivation Warfare. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, oh he
2: was losing it.
0: <laughs> answer, answer the phone. Answer the telephone, Rick. Answer the oh phone. Goodness. Oh, God, yeah, I remember that.
2: He <laughs> took that damn phone everywhere with... Oh, wait, that was the comics. <laughs> yeah. No, he did, though. Damn. He damn phone everywhere.
0: I did not know that, but now it's in my head. <laughs> Hello, Laurie. It was like waiting for her to call back again. Yeah. Um oh okay, now I'll say what your husband said. Negan sat in the dark watching Aaron struggle when he was blind. Like he was Arnold Schwarzenegger watching Jamie Lee Curtis in the dark from that scene in True Lies.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> I have to say, yeah, I don't know I don't remember how old I was in terms of like sexual awareness, but that was oh. really hot. <laughs> When I was a kid.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis
0: dancing half-naked in front of her own husband character. That was something else. Mm. Talk about Uh. good traditional values. Right. (laughs) Wholesome. A good way to trick you into traditional values. Anyway. Uh. (laughs) By using sex. Um. Oh, and... uh, (laughs) He also said, the next episode, everyone comes down from their hogweed, quote unquote, cookies, (laughs) and nothing is real. (laughs) Then Chris Jericho shows up.
1: (laughs) Oh, 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 nice. That's funny.
0: That's That's hilarious. He was
1: on
2: Talking Dead. I didn't realize he was a fan.
0: He was on... uh, He's been on
2: before. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. He's a big uh, fan.
0: Mm-hmm. Go figure. By the way, uh, I, wrote,
2: I wrote in and asked him a few questions, but they, he didn't answer them.
0: Sons of bitches. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, speaking of. Uh, showing up on *Talking Dead*, uh, Eliza. Oh, I wish I, I yes. could her yeah. when she was on the stream. I- it I don't was see here. It. Yeah, Eliza underscore Jones eighty six on Instagram. She does a really good car- uh, Carol cosplay, and hers showed up during the winter season. Um, the winter episode uh, yep. showed up on *Talking Dead*, and so we all lost our goddamn de- because we were away. Yeah. You know, we're all coming back from Walker Stocker. We see this afterwards, and we're like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> and, and like, yeah. we're just congratulating. Every- her yeah, and it's sure. like oh my god and what were you saying what you say awesome. yeah so yes. awesome so so crazy so, I love it when so people hard.
2: I know I see up there yeah, like, like Sarah, Sarah's art has been up there too
0: more than one occasion too I think
2: I'm pretty sure at least I want to see at least
0: twice that I,
2: that I know of mm. yeah
0: I get so I like get excited so, I
2: get so excited I know right huh? like <laughs> I know that person yeah, like, I know like, you. They're, part, yeah. they're a part of this family <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's like an extended Cousin, yeah, yes.
2: it's like, can I marry her?
0: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> That, to, that it, took a turn. So, um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, moving along. <laughs> That's only because I'm watching Big Mouth and that, whatever. Ah, anyway, ah. um, and if you if you haven't watched Big Mouth, I recommend it. Um,
2: I second that,
0: yeah, there's a thing about cousins, anyway. Um, uh. Moving oh, on.
2: you're on that episode.
0: Okay. Well, I, I, I got past that episode, but, <laughs> okay, but it comes right. back. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Um. Okay. So now we get to Alexandria, and a whole bunch of things kind of happen there. Not too many things, but um, not not too many things in great detail. But obviously, let's let's get the uh, um the Eugene Rosita thing out of the way because I kind of want to get your gauge on what that was all about. Um, I don't
1: know. I was thinking that maybe the thing with Eugene. I'm thinking maybe it will propel him to not necessarily look back when it comes down to inquiring who's on the other side of the ham radio. Because like there will be eventually
0: eventually. A group,
1: eventually, a group that is going to venture out and find out who is on the other side of this ham radio. Like it's gonna happen, you know. Um, there is basis in the comic book for it, not to give any spoilers or whatever. And Eugene's character being that he is Eugenious, <laughs> And I love that. I'm like the, the tech wizard, like he's kind of at the forefront of that. So I think this whole thing is kind of like a blessing in disguise because it's like, look, for as much as you may do for Rosita taking care of the baby and all of that, you're not the father and you're not the husband and you're not going to be the love interest. So just, you know, put your efforts and energy elsewhere because it's not... It's not going to lead to anything here, sorry to say. Like, it's just not, you know? And it's like a hard, bitter pill to swallow, but maybe it's what's going to help propel him to do something better than what he's doing right now, you know? Yeah. I don't know.
0: What was it about this interaction that made him finally realize that? Because he's been told before.
2: I think she was uh, much more blunt and loud, louder this time.
1: Yeah. Because other times she's been kind of curt, like, you know, just kind of like drop it or like, you know, kind of like just sort of. Yeah.
2: Sort of brushed it off. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That you could kind of take it as like, oh, she's just, you know, you know, she's just that way. She's just a little, you know, rubber (laughs) on the edges, you know, like you could kind of like sort of like
0: explain it off
1: or whatever. You know? (laughs) Whereas this time around she was kind of very clear about like, look, you know, you have no role in this whole dynamic yeah she
0: all. she's always if, found a way to kind of turn it like to get them to not talk about it I, maybe you're right about yeah. that
2: yeah yeah
0: you're gonna say I, something uh kind of drop the
2: subject yeah um well i mean for her to say he's not involved he has no part i don't I, i'm not so sure that that's fair i mean he definitely has involvement in coco's life and if he were to just kind of drop everything and walk away i think she'd be pretty uh she'd be pretty upset about that too although i would would like to see that because I think she would immediately kind of turn around and be like, but wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait.
1: Well, because the reality is like he is the only one who is helping out. She's been busy kickboxing and like, you know, the father I mean she has. She and has like, and oh, like the way father, you said it. Like <laughs> Father Gabriel seems to be kind of doing his own thing. Sadiq is dealing with his like, you know, PTSD. Really, Eugene's been the only one who yeah. really's been consistently mm-hmm. like with that like child, you know. So yeah. yeah. I mean it's a shame because it's like, you know, you gotta give the guy credit where it's due. Like Yes, but on the other hand, you know, she does kind of say like when he's sort of like, "Oh, you know, like there's nothing you know between us or whatever, she sort of gets offended and kind of you know brings up the point, like so our friendship is like crap, which <sighs> that,
0: is, and he agrees that was, with that
2: that was especially heartbreaking though,
1: like but yeah. it is true because it's like, does our friendship mean nothing then like if it's not romance, then basically this is you know like uh, the friendship is is.
2: Yeah, and he says yes. It, and I think that's a harsher yeah.
0: reality for her too, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, like he, this whole friendship exists because he thinks he can make her fall in love with him.
0: Like it was yeah. predicated, right? Like there's a right. foundation that's missing right. in normal friendships.
2: Right. That's what he, and that's what he says. He's but like, you, do you, you
0: think he's right?
2: Basically. I mean, in his, in his case, sure. He went into this with an idea of how he wanted it to end and it's not, it's not going to happen. No. At least not how he wants it to. No. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah. And, and mean, it, it, does it really just boil down to like, does it boil down to like tough luck for both of them? Like, I mean, I, I mean, cause you can, I can see somebody arguing the fact that like maybe, maybe Eugene is just being dramatic and maybe they do have a friendship. He just has, has, has to kind of crawl his way back and, uh, accept that or maybe he is right and maybe the fact that they're the foundation or the bedrock of their friendship was built on kind of a shaky one like on loose earth right it could, they have, started, have, to-
2: it could have started out that way but i think they definitely have a real friendship now you know i i, I don't think it would be fair to totally throw everything away but at the same mm-hmm. time how how could he really be around her feeling the way that he does and, you know, have to watch her with, with Gabriel or whoever's next or, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. How, how could he do that knowing he's totally in love with her? I, I mean, I yeah. would have to do this myself in a situation like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, th- I think it shows a lot of maturity on his part too, though. In a way he's yeah. kind of noble in that. He's always been kind of noble in that respect, except for like some, but, and that was way in the beginning. <laughs> I mean, look at the dynamic in his character that's changed over the course of several years like he's he's i feel like he's kind of turning into the eugene from the comic in the sense where like he has integrity to the point where he can't honestly say he's friends with someone until he really means it like there's got to be something predicated on that do you know what i mean
1: yeah i don't think that he is quite there yet to the comic level um but i think that this is a necessary roadblock to help propel him to maybe becoming more that person right you know Right, like to kind of shed this sort of like you know just completely like unhitch your wagon to this thought. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> to to the, this this hope that this is going to happen and just free yourself from that and kind of yeah. move forward. Yeah, it's a better well, pill, but
2: and he he and Rosita are together in the comics, and so that has plays a part in his character development as well. So mm-hmm. since that's not happening, obviously he's gonna he's gonna be a little bit different. Yeah, and not only are they in a relationship, you know, we know she gets piked in the comics too. Right. So that totally a catalyst for every you know. So I, I mean, yeah, I think we're on the way to seeing comic book Eugene, but I, I think the only difference right now is, um, you know, is he capable of really being a leader? at this point yeah, I don't think he's quite there he just yet yeah. on his way but not yeah.
0: quite right yeah I agree I agree um, okay right. so I think we've beaten that horse to death too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole Dante and Sadiq thing oh like, I
2: could I could go on for- <laughs> all
0: right I, I, I give you the floor my dear because that I, I, I'm I feeling how, I'm feeling the same bo bo and the jingles uh, as you are a little.
2: I don't I don't know how many people are going to agree with me though. Oh, so we all heard we all heard Angela Kang say that um Dante is not necessarily going to be a love interest for Maggie. BS. I think he's right. going to be somebody's love interest. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs>
1: Oh,
0: that was so immediate and so forceful. You're like Gamma talking to Alexandria.
1: It's happening. Sorry. Sometimes
0: shit like this happens on the show.
1: It's happening. I've already envisioned it. It's happening. It will happen.
0: Okay. Wait, no, no, no. Now let's let Rachel finish her thought in spite of how hilarious that was just now. Sorry. What are you feeling, Rachel? (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: feeling, am feeling a little something between Dante and Sadiq there.
0: You think? (laughs) I I haven't really made up my mind
2: I don't know if it's I don't know if it's reciprocal but I I feel like Dante's you know look looking at Sadiq a certain way
0: oh I blame myself I I, I blame myself because I mentioned something on the in the first episode and I really shouldn't have and it was a fanfic um, drawing by something prettier on Instagram I can't remember by pretty or something like that which shows Aaron looking over his shoulder as Sadiq is Dante's eyeing him down.
2: Uh, oh, I didn't I did I mention didn't, that. Well, I've been thinking, honestly, I've been thinking this since the very moment we we've, we've saw Dante. Because uh-huh. yeah. one, one of the first things he's, he's talking to Sadiq, Ciddiq, and Sadiq's like right in the middle of one of his zone out, you know, thousand yeah. And he's like, dude, you're staring at my mouth. Do you want to kiss me or what? <laughs> and I'm like, hmm, I can see this. I'm oh, for it. Oh,
0: oh, 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 oh. I
1: don't know, though. I, I kind of think of Dante as just being like a, a really brash sort of like thinking that everybody just wants is to. into him. Everybody's <laughs> just kind of like into him. Um, I don't know. For me, the thing that I think that I kind of took away more with from Sadiq's situation is that one, I really, really. We really need to understand what and I'm, and I'm sure we're going to get more layers kind of peeled from what happened that evening like when Lisa. everyone was like murdered mm-hmm. because it, it there just seems to be more to it there just yeah. seems to be more to what happened in that in 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 that shed or, or when when they captured everybody because he's he, there's trauma there but I don't know if it's mixed with guilt Um and I don't know if it's guilt from uh, omission from feeling that he didn't act. I don't know if it's guilt because he acted in a way that, you know, put the lives of all these people at risk and, and killed, like, but there's something there. Yep. And, I, and I also think like there's Rachel, I mean, you know about this, there's a, a very significant uh, death that happens during the Whisper or Whisper war that involves a water tower. Yes. I don't think I know that the character that it occurs to in the comic will be the one that it occurs to on the show
0: and you think I it's Sadiq think,
1: I think it's Sadiq I think that that
0: would be tragic
2: I, I 100% agree with you and I think the scene we saw with Carol is foreshadowing of that
1: yeah yeah actually that's that's very true uh-huh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: so I, I want to bring up two things that people have brought up well one that I will bring up and then and base it off of a comment Miss Mazel just said right now so (laughs) One is that you do see a genuine flash to something we haven't seen before in his flashbacks. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if he noticed it, but I'm going to tell you what I noticed because I watched Mm. this shit in full screen. (laughs) One of his flashes is of Alpha holding up a knife horizontally, his blood Uh dripping off of it. And what she says straight into the camera, assuming this camera is Sadiq's eyes, is good.
1: Yes. So you have to wonder, did she make him do that? Did he do it? Like, was he forced to? Like...
0: Wait, did I say this on the air? Because I, do you remember when I was editing the first episode and I said something crazy in the chat about how I went a little far and I'm sorry, but I had said, what if... Um, we've been
1: toying around with this. and like, We've been kicking this around a little bit. Like, but what, no,
0: but what if Sadiq made the actual cuts? Like, maybe, mm-hmm. What if Sadiq actually made the killing, at least the killing blows, mm-hmm. because of his surgical skills? Do you remember, I said this, ah, damn it, I didn't say it on the air, because I realized it afterwards, and I was like, then I went down a yeah. religious path that I'm not going to discuss. I'm so upset at myself for not even bringing it up once, but th- when I saw I, this flash, I'm like, oh my God, am I right? Yeah. I don't want to be right. Well, but-
2: I think it's possible, but not necessarily. Because we've no. already seen we've already seen Alpha take off heads before, so we know she's yeah, she's capable of she's doing, capable
0: of doing so it,
2: it. Yeah, she didn't need him to do that, right. right? He might, but she still could have made him.
0: Yeah, right, right. And it, and what I said in the chat was it would make sense for him to do it because if he was the one to at least do it, he would do it in the least painless way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like him having the surgical skill to be able to cut the the uh the.
2: Well, you'd have to kill him first. The and yeah. before you even begin to. Cut their head off. Yeah, you have to kill, them, kill them painlessly. Right. right, and and then sever the head.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. It's it, so what I mentioned in the chat with you guys while I was editing the episode. I was like, oh my god, it could be like kosher slaughter, which technically is done via a fine, unnotched, like microscopically unnotched blade, and mm. it's it's so specific as to not the co- to cause the animal harm, which is like we're going mm. into the kosher thing again. But like how you kill a, an animal for meat is so specific. And that even one mistake renders it unkosher because the animal is not supposed to feel pain. And so what I was thinking in terms of just boiling that down to Sadiq was like, okay, would you rather the whispers cut their head off? Or if given the choice, the Sophie's choice, like Sadiq would volunteer. I
1: totally thought Sophie's choice. I totally (laughs) thought Sophie's choice with the situation.
0: Right. Oh, and, yes. And Milani brings up the fact that she thought he pleaded for Rosita's life by help- helping Afla capture them. And I mentioned that in the episode. If you remember Mulani, by the yeah, way, yeah, you did throw that um, out there. It's worth bringing up again. But uh, but going back to the barn, though, it really shocked me to have this revelation, and I, I couldn't help myself. I'm like texting everybody in the middle of the night. Nobody responded, obviously, because they're asleep. Thank goodness. But I, I'm I'm almost like how that's dark. <laughs> First of all, and the fact that we have this little flash to make me think that this is a possibility is making me think, oh, my God, this has no, been through a, so much more.
1: It's become more and more apparent that there was definitely more to it than what we think. And I think that's why, like, eventually he will make he will he'll be a big figure in wanting to fight against the whispers and he will go down in a more in a in a more grandiose death than the deaths of his colleagues and right. friends, basically.
0: Right. Um, oh, which yeah. brings me, I'm sorry to Miss Mazel's comment, which made me think of this. I, I heard an interesting theory that Sadiq freaks out when he sees Carol because he killed them or Henry. She said Hennessy, but I know she meant Henry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hennessy. Yeah. I'd kill a I bottle of that. Hennessy if I found that out. Um <sighs> But yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so that that that's what triggered me. So I had to I had to so, go into yeah.
2: while he's while he's trying to remove the glass. That's why he's freaking out. Is that what you mean?
0: Was it that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that flash, right? He sees this little the thing with the horizontal blade and blood dripping. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Ooh, bad news for the Sadiq. Um, huh. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Walani was like saying, uh, and, and I thought this too, Walani. <laughs> I kind of went a little too far in my reasoning, but. Uh, he he told Carl he was releasing Walker's Souls when he was out there. That could be a, a variation, you know, on what he did, basically. Mm. So mm. that's dark, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I think the other thing about Dante that I wanted to kind of talk about is, I mean, just really just, I like that we get a little bit more dimension to his character, that he's not this one dimensional. I do appreciate that. Thing. no i
1: do i do appreciate that we got dimension to him very quickly in terms of like that he you know because in the sh- in the comic you know he's a he's a martial fighter, but we don't know we don't get where he came from previously um before obviously all of this happened, so it's kind of nice that they kind of fleshed him out to say like you know, he was in the army and he was a uh, uh, army medic and he was in you know, the war in Iraq and, you know, the things that he saw. Like, it just gives him, you know, dimension, which I, always, I mean, I always like when they do that with any of the characters because it just fleshes them out more, especially with a character like him that in the comic and obviously on the show also, like you know, me and Rachel were so excited when they introduced him because he fit the mold so well in terms of like the Dante character that's so brash and confident and cocky, cocky. like just, yeah, <laughs> like, but yeah. I'm glad that they flushed him out also. Because, right. Did you, you know, get a
0: little bit of that in the comic? Like any sort of like... No,
1: I, the mm. comic isn't, as much as the comic is great, like, I mean... they written don't by Robert
0: Kirkman. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's the guy's guy. But,
1: yeah, you know, there's there's not as much flushing out of like certain characters, you know. So I appreciate that, you know, Alpha's very fleshed out and and Dante's being very fleshed out too, which is great because it just gives you some more insight to like, okay, I'm getting more insight into what this guy's about. All right. All right.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, it, it's, it looks like he's almost faking it till he makes it too, which is kind of interesting. Yeah.
1: In, yeah. In, on a level, on a level. Right, right.
0: Right. But I, I wanted to make one more comment. It kind of goes along the lines of like talking about sexuality, but like I, I, if you had to nail me down on one or the other, I would say, well, if, if Negan could have a father, Gabriel, like someone who gets to know him a, a little bit better, then mm-hmm. why can't Dante have Sadiq in a way, you know? So, like, okay, he's going to let his his confidence down just a little bit to kind of empathize with him, right? Know? Right. So I kind of compare the two and say, okay, maybe he's the only one that gets a little bit of real Dante, just like yeah. Gabriel gets a little bit of real Negan, really. Like-
1: yeah, and and I do see Dante similar to like a Negan in that same respect. You know, a lot of bravado a lot of showmanship kind of stuff, you know, like you don't necessarily get to see, you know, vulnerability necessarily, you know, yeah. that's, you're not going to get much of a glimpse of that, you know, only a select few can, can see that, you know, can
0: get close. Yeah. 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 Um, because we already talked about Michonne and the extended sneak peek, Henrik Green, et cetera, et cetera, skin. I like how they, they're called, they're starting to refer them to them as the skins, quote it's unquote. Interesting. Um, which is yeah, it's like less menacing. It's more like okay, this is more grounded in reality. Like there's Mm -hmm. less mythos to them, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's more pathos. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm
0: um interesting thing aaron is stoking the flames of war and then you start to see it for the first time the silence of the whispers or well here's the thing they they spray paint silence of the whispers but the next episode i think is called silence the whisperers but lydia seems troubled at aaron's call to war okay which it seems to me like if aaron's calling war then alpha's plan is working and lydia's like oh this is stupid and you do see a scene with lydia in, in, with bloody fingers going shh to the high right. wo- woman that spoke up in the last town hall. Yes. So, what's going on there, huh? Um now we we jump to the hilltop where Ezekiel is present, okay? And something it seems like something terrible happened there, like a big-ass tree trunk, you know, which we saw in the teaser is is down the, the front walls of the front doors of the the hilltop. Luke asks Connie if she thinks it's them, you know, the Whisperers. And Connie's like, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I hope I did that right. I hope I didn't, like, offend somebody because uh, I just did like this. I don't know. You said um, I don't know. Is, is that right? Did I, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm not bad. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving. I have a speak with a New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sign with a New York accent. A, like, I sign yeah. with a New York accent. Goes, Bear. Like
2: this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but Earl, so Sakani so says she doesn't think so, but Earl is like just jumps to paranoia, Earl Sutton, yeah. the blacksmith. Um, Hilltop is under attack after that, and a walker horde approaches the Hilltop gates, and that's where we leave off. The, these are pretty cut-and-dry sneak peeks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh ooh 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 ooh, ooh. I want to read this comment. Uh the walking the walking D head. I can go so many places with that. Uh I don't think Lydia should have been allowed to stay. I feel like she's always going to go to her mama if she needs her. I think that's intentional. But I love that you said it cuz then we could contrast. No, because I think that that is what's going to play into it. Like is it's like it, they are going to make you think that Lydia is going to have some sort of sympathy for Alpha. And why wouldn't she, yeah. right? It's her mom, right? Especially
2: now that we've seen this more emotional side of alpha like this is not Mm. i you know this is uncharted territory for carol and i like this is not the character we know and so, nope. uh, yeah i mean i really that that was my question last episode too if lydia knew how her mother felt would she go back
0: yeah yeah i don't think think it matters
2: i still can't answer it i I don't don't, but I,
0: i i hear what and the reason why you can't is because i mean they're gonna play with it yeah, well, they're gonna leave you she, in that gray zone.
2: Right, it's her mom. I yeah. mean, it's her mother. Yeah, I mean, no matter yeah. what, that's yeah. I yeah. Don't,
0: oh, but mm. then Miss Mazel comes. Miss Mazzle takes the rear, and she goes, "Oh, yep, Lydia gonna make gonna take mommy's head." <laughs>
2: <laughs> see, and i could I could see that too, like yeah, i live, i I could see both I could see both ways, yeah, and not be surprised at all,
0: yeah, oh, and freakish order taking up the rain she goes, if the Alexandrians treat her like shit, then it's very plausible for Lydia to return to her people, Lol <laughs> that's
2: that's true too if lydia doesn't feel accepted she has all the more reason to go back to the people who who there's a
0: lot of dimensions to this Bernie (laughs) says bernie sanders (laughs) on the show now oh my god (laughs) excuse me um (laughs) wilani says i feel lydia walked away for good
2: I wonder how Lydia would feel about Gamma. Well, that's and the
0: interesting question. Perfect timing because Walani says Gamma <laughs> may come after Lydia when she finds she's alive.
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Is... What's gonna happen when when all the Whisperers find out that is still alive?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Alpha's gonna yeah. have some explaining to do.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alpha, you got some explaining to do. And like even the walking D-head. says I've been thinking the Horde is from Beta. Like who else could it be? Like if it doesn't fit her mom's actions, or um could could it all be gamma? Is that what's throwing everybody off?
2: All these little herds that keep coming? Because she mm-hmm. says it's it, it's not her. Well she said it's not us.
0: Oh, not us. She says not us. Not us. Mm. Not us. Well, I think it is, and I wanted to bring this up at the beginning of the episode because the point that Eugene tries to make at the town hall,
2: yeah, I read that, that it, too. It could
0: just be the crash. Yeah, could it just it. be that, right? And it's dispersing the already crazy horde, and right. we're all freaking That's... out and getting paranoid War. for nothing. You know, that was kind of funny.
1: It's like I'm so tired of hearing about the damn fire and satellite, Eugene. I'm like, <laughs> from the Eugene. highway woman person. Yeah, man, I was woman. like, I was like, poor Eugene. Show the man some respect. That's a valid yeah.
2: point. It <laughs> is a very valid point. It's a very <laughs>
0: And doesn't it show like a kind of regression to the way we used to treat Eugene? I mean, yeah. again, this is them being 24 hours up and oh, 48, yeah. I don't even know no, at this point.
1: Sleep deprivation is a real thing. So.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and freakish Short is saying the Gamma definitely has another layer to her. It would be interesting if she wanted to overthrow Beta and eventually Alpha. By the way, freakish Short, this is what I've been trying to say the whole time. Yeah,
2: yeah we've, cover- we've covered it. I'm
0: more threatened by her. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Anyway, so.
2: I think if I think if Alpha was sending all these little herds, she would, she would take claim. I mean, why would they yeah, she would say. Why claim would they it? say it's not that? I mean, she most definitely wants people to fear her. So if she said yeah. all these little herds, she'd be like, "That's right, it was me. Yeah, That's what I can do
0: to you. exactly. She would claim She wouldn't. I'm very intrigued. I, I, and I, it, I think it's very possible that it's not. It is not the whispers. I think it right? really. Is, I don't think it, But I, I also think it is. do think they want to make Carol crazy. So there's, I think there's two different things going on here too.
2: Wait, wait. You mean the little herds or or the visions of? Oh, Whisperers? the
0: visions, scenarios, whatever it is, oh, yeah. like. They are definitely following the two, the leaders, trying to make, trying to wear them down, make them make rash, rash decisions, or maybe go them into war. And and maybe the, maybe the walkers just happens to be an incidental pressure. So who knows? Yeah. yeah. I mean, who knows? And that's, that's the beauty of what's going on here is that we're noticing that, wait, maybe it isn't them. Well, maybe it is them, but definitely Mm -hmm. them. Fuck that. So, I mean, that's the thing. So it could be anything. And and like well, the walking D head says, Beta has been questioning Alpha's actions late, a lot lately. I don't, also, I don't think, I don't like the whispers, but I feel like when they say something, they're not lying. Right, right. When they're yeah. saying something, they're not lying. It, so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> My God, your husband just said, it's like Murphy from Z Nation sending the herds. <laughs> yeah. He we always have to bring <laughs> Z Nation. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I think that's a good place as place as any to end off on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you guys are coming in by the way, right now and, and, and by- bringing up some really good shit for the next yes. episode. Because all this is going to come to play in the psychology of what, what, wait, is that what we're supposed to think? Or is that what we're supposed to think? Could be anybody's guess. Could be all of them, actually, too. So, yeah. And, and what if the stuff from the, from the spacecraft is attracting the walkers? Could be that. Find out next time of the next <laughs> squawking dead. <Anyway. laughs> yeah, we got this way right from the beginning of the show. So, um, <laughs> Uh, So do us a favor. If you are on YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, give us a like, leave any comments about what you think about this episode and what we should be talking about. Um, They're going to become very important as we do pre-recorded episodes. So um, take that to the bank and stuff it. Uh, I'm going to be announcing in our next pre-recorded, actually before our pre-recorded episode, talking about Walker Stalker experiences, positive ones. Um, I'm going to be unveiling uh, the subscription because I got some very positive feedback on whether I just need two people to start with, two dedicated people to start subscribing to us um, on this new system. And I will unveil it over the next c- couple of days repeatedly so that it gets your attention. Um, and then also in the pre-recorded show, I will say, oh, you might notice that we're not live anyway. So I'll be discussing that more later. But in the meantime, leave a like, comment, subscribe to all those things. It really does help the show. Um, And uh, yeah, and you know what? Even though we will be pre-recording the show, we will be in the live chat when we premiere it. So stay tuned. We'll give you ample time to join us, uh, hopefully. (laughs) I think that's it like it, it feels weird to not have housekeeping like to not have something on the horizon that we can inform yeah. you about but uh also now that the giveaway is up I have to remind you if you do listen to us on the audio podcasts um leave a rating in Stitcher and or Apple Podcasts we actually are on charts believe it or not uh and we're on the Austrian charts three different Austrian charts right okay I'm just letting you know right now what? Um, but ah. we could really use the help. I know it's weird I'll show you next time <laughs> I'll take a screenshot, but, uh, <laughs> on, on iTunes actually. Um, it's really weird. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it has been helping. So please help us with a rating the in in uh, on either stitcher or Apple podcasts. So, or anywhere, um, podcasts are, are available to you. Um, cause we are everywhere to so go to squawking dead me, you listen. And with that, I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys in a few days. I hope <laughs> good night folks. Bye. Do it. Do it. Do it. End the show. End the show. End it now. Hurry, I can't wave like this for longer.